What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Ah, this is episode 212 for the week of December 5th, of 2021. Title for this episode is Ready for Launch. Ooh. Yeah. Because the campaign releases on Wednesday, my dudes. Get it? I mean, yeah. Have you seen? The, yeah, you seen this? It's Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! Oh, Spider-Man shit. All right. If nobody's seen that Vine, look it up on YouTube because Vine doesn't exist anymore. Vine was go phenomenal. watch it, and it's it's great. And you should you should yes, Vine was like so ahead of its fucking time, and then everyone copies it, and Vine's like. Yep. Vine just dies. It's so sad. <laughs> uh, uh, Jay Helly, welcome. First time chatter. Welcome to the live show. Yo, 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 um, Berg, welcome to the show as well. Ninja Shalong, love your name as always. Welcome to the live show. Some of the reviews scare you. Um, we can, well, we're, we're not going to talk about the reviews in general, but we will talk about things later on in the show, obviously, uh, Mr. Pancakes, yo, Maddie rums. Oh God. Uh, snagalicious and deadbolt. Welcome everybody to the live show. Hope you guys are having a great fucking day. Uh, we're here to talk about some halo, uh, fucking duh. And, uh, <laughs> what else do we talk about? Also, we should mention real quick that Sentinels got, uh, eliminated from Valorant worlds, um, womp, in womp. pool play <laughs> during fucking pool play. Ouch. So that happened. Um, they were so, so you, dominant in the start. Absolutely. So if you if you pay attention to, if you pay attention to uh, Valorant esports, that is a thing that happened earlier you today. Know, that's funny because like I didn't watch pool play today. Yeah. So I just expected them to be moving oh, on. Yeah. You and I was like, I'll, yeah. I'll just like I didn't have time. I was like, I'll catch them later. Nope. I guess not. In they were master, talking shit to crew. This was a masters tournament, right? That's what it's called. Yes. Yeah. This is their version of worlds. I haven't played since chamber was released. It's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. And, uh, yeah, it's me this time. Great. Uh, I couldn't, I had a fucking <laughs> die G fuel in my mouth, baby. Um, has chamber, the new agent made his way into comp yet. Is he being heavily used? I thought so. Okay. He's the I guy that can teleport. He's I got the know. sniper is the ultimate. Yeah. I just haven't played enough. And I was curious. He's got guns on top of guns. Yeah. You said you wanted guns with your guns. Well, here's some more guns with your guns. What's up, Halo Creation? Welcome to the live show as well for you. Will, do you want <laughs> fuck? Do you want to know what's coming up on this week's show? Episode of the show. What do we got? We got more organizations enter Halo tournament announcements and recaps. Duh. The kings of Halo regain their throne. Will. Three four three provides critical updates. We're going to talk about some shit regarding all that. Uh, and Will, I promise you, I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to get incredibly ranty, especially considering all of the, the circumstances around some of this information. Uh, for those who don't know, the sketch reply, uh, we'll talk about that. Again, not going to try to get ranty at all. Just going to try to provide like our thoughts based on yeah. the response. That's With, really uh, that it. That's it. To be honest, you're going to get a lot of my raw reaction today because... I haven't had time with things I've had going on to 
look at this. Perfectly fine. I'm so, actually excited to get your raw reaction because I'm going to read it live for everybody as well. So everybody's going to be able to, if they haven't, if you guys have not read Sketch's response, it's not necessarily bad. Bad isn't the word I want to use. Um, more so, he's he's frustrated, right? Like We're going to talk about this later on the show, but I'm just going to give context here. Sketch is frustrated. He's frustrated not only for himself and the, the devs that are working on the title, but he's frustrated for the community as well because he understands that um, there is a lot of tension that's taking place, right? But there's also a big thing that we... I always say it all the time. Don't be a shitter, right? Yeah. I always say that. Don't be an asshole. Well, a lot of people were towards him, towards others at 343, and that shit's not fucking cool. So while I do go on rants a lot on this show, we always say, and we said it multiple times, especially the last couple episodes because things got a little heated, but it all comes from a place of love, and we never mean any disrespect towards those who are working on any title, not just Halo, but anything, right? And so when we read Sketch's response live today, Will, when we get your raw reaction, Great. Um, there's like, there are things that I'm concerned about too, like genuinely concerned about. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about it later on. Um, and then also we have preparing for the campaign because like we said, the campaign releases on Wednesday this week. Can't um, wait. Can't fucking wait. Can't fucking wake. Uh, wait. Um, Halo creation says, Tevek here as usual. Hope you're doing great. Sounds like you were hyped. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. Um, and the JLE says, uh, we love it raw. We do love it raw. I'm just going to stay away from that one. Yeah. I heard raw <laughs> dogging is in, you know? Wait, what? Is, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Is uh, that what the kids say? Raw dogging? Let's move past that one, kids. Josh. I shouldn't say kids. That's yeah, even worse. Yeah, kids is all. Um, Ninja says, I feel bad that people have been straight nasty on some of the Reddit posts. Yeah, it's yeah. it's absolutely terrible. I mean, a whole subreddit got shut down, right? Yes, it got yeah. it got shut down until today, but people were confused because they were able to post yesterday because it was Monday in other regions of the world. Sure. So they technically did shut down R slash Halo until whenever it was first Monday, uh, depending upon the time zone. So Ouch. That is something that happened. But Will, let's we're gonna hold off on talking about all that bullshit and we're gonna start with some competitive news. There's an esports partnerships manager position open. This is by Tashi. He states, we're hiring, not us, but the HCS. <laughs> the HCS team is looking for an esports partnership manager to support the Halo Esports ecosystem. You can see the details in the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. And that should be that should be the correct link. I'm pretty sure. Also, Ninja converting from a prime gaming sub to a tier one sub. Thank you so much, Ooh. sir. Greatly appreciated. You did a woo. Whoa, that echoed. Holy moly. That was, was like a, a higher octave you, you, right you there. You reached a new level of woo. I did. That was crazy. <laughs> that was like Ric Flair on fucking steroids. Probably he already has been on steroids, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> G1 esports organization has been announced. This is by Ian Rappaport. Uh, if you guys don't know, he's a he's a sports journalist. Um, not in the esports realm, but he is a sports journalist. Um, traditional sports. But he states, former first rounder and longtime NFL safety Kenny v uh, Vaccaro is retiring from the league after eight seasons with the Saints and Titans to launch an esports organization named G1, also known as Gamers First. And then I didn't post it because it's a picture, but I'm going to read through what the statement actually says. It's not that long. Um, so give me one 
Secarino. Another organization that I'm not going to like. Why, why are you going to like them? Because the dude was on the Saints. I have a, oh, yeah. a hatred. Fuck Sean Payton. From the, from the, from the Vikings-Saints rivalry yeah. that's been going on. It's a rivalry in my mind because of Bounty Gate in the 09 season, which he wouldn't have been around for. So I shouldn't be too mad. But no, it's okay. But fuck Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah. No, it was proven. It was proven Bounty Gate was a real fucking I thing. Know, I and know. And that's, that's what really, like, I will never have respect for him, ever. Um, and I wasn't even, like, a football fan back then. But after hearing about everything and learning about it more, oh, fuck him. Like, are you kidding me? We had a real chance to make it to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, we did. Sean Payton, ladies and gentlemen. Um, All right, so Austin, Texas, December 1st, 2021. Farm All-American Strong Safety, Kenny Vaccaro, along with fellow entrepreneurs and professional gamers Hunter Swenson and Cody Hendricks, are excited to announce the launch of their new esports organization, G1, also known as Gamers First. This next chapter of Vaccaro's career also coincides with his retirement from professional football, where he spent eight seasons, most notably playing for the Tennessee Titans and the shit Saints, while competing in the National Football League. With three different co-founding forces, G1 is anchored by three essential pillars, content, culture, and competition. The name inspiration for Gamers First comes from the fact that while Kenny has excelled as a football player all his life, he identifies as a gamer first. Vaccaro played football at the University of Texas at Austin from 2009 to 2012 and started his career in the NFL with the New Orleans Saints, selecting him in the first round of the 2013 draft. In 2018, he signed a contract with the Tennessee Titans, spending three years there as a key part of, the, of their defense. Throughout playing competitively on the football field, he also pursued... He always pursued his love for gaming on the sidelines. Today, on the heels of turning down numerous NFL offers, G1 provides Vaccaro an opportunity to shift his talents from the football field to the world of esports to pursue one of his most enduring passions. Vaccaro will now uh, forego the chance at a Super Bowl victory to instead shoot for a Halo World Championship. Good fucking luck. He states, uh, quote, this isn't a reflex decision for me. It's something I've thought about for a long time, end quote, said G1 co-founder Kenny Vaccaro. Quote, I've been a gamer for even longer than I played football, and I've always thought of myself as a gamer first. So this is the realization of a long-term dream for me. And while football has been how many have defined me, G1 is evidence for other athletes as well that life doesn't end just because you put down the helmet. You can reinvent yourself. That's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. And I... (laughs) It's funny because the, at the time that he was at the University of Texas from uh, 09 to 2012, yes. that was the same time that the the um, Vince Young and Reggie Bush battle oh, was going on. And boy. I always rooted for Texas. So I was technically rooting for this dude back in the day, and I didn't even know it. There you and go. then here, here, here he is uh, creating a new esports org. So. That's really, nutty. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, good luck to him on his. On trying to reach that goal of winning a Halo World Championship. That is going to be no easy task considering the talent that already exists on established rosters. Um, but, hey, anything can happen. It's a brand new game. Uh, new people can come in. We've already seen a couple shakeups here in the qualifier. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I expect cool things and big things. I hope. I just hope he does his research on what it takes to provide team support, facilities, what they, you know what I mean? Like, what it takes to get a team to an event, um, you know, managing. Because we've heard horror stories of people oh. not being able to fly at last minute with the team and things like this and not being posted up properly. So um, just take care of what you need to take care of. Yes. And uh, we and in the statement, he's not alone yep. um, in this. So that's good. He has some people alongside him. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, know what you're getting yourself into. 
It's a lot of upfront costs. Yes. As far as, well, any business really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be even like more continual costs as years go on, depending upon how long they're in the, in the shit. Golden Boy wants to organize an event. This is by Golden Boy, the national treasure himself. He states, who wants to organize a Halo tournament with me? So if you want to, uh, reply to him. Hey, Will. God, yeah. How about, yeah, I like how you just saw it, you automatically assume what I'm going to do because you already know. How about some noobcombo.com updates? This is my noobcombo.com. I'll mention their other shit later, but they say, we're happy to announce that at Nico Biological has joined the Noob Combo team. Nico, founder of Halo Columbia, will be contributing to our coverage of the competitive Halo scene in LATAM, and we're excited to have him on board. Fuck yes, congratulations. That is awesome. Very nice. Yes. Will, the official monitor of the HCS, has been announced. That it has. Yes, it's by the HCS. They state, we're excited to announce that we partnered with Zowie by Ben Q., for the HCS 2021-2022 season, the official monitor for Raleigh kickoff major will be the BenQ Zowie XL2540K. That means it has 240 hertz. Good. It is a, it's really a 24-inch monitor, 24 and a half inches, but it's 24 a 24-inch monitor. monitor yep. And it's 1080p. Well, they could have gone 1440. You know, I, I agree with you. But, uh, for I mean, there aren't a ton of... 240 hertz, 1440p monitors. True. And like, if you wanted to go like the 360 hertz, then that's, I think that's strictly 1080p, I think. But they're obviously not going there. So, but hey. So I wonder what, I want to know what PC specs are going to be available at these events. Which we might be able to find out in Raleigh. Right. And and hopefully, because also first up, Halo Creation with a uh, two month resub. Thank you so much. You also get a, woo! Um, I want to say, that the um, the, talk about PC specs. Yeah. Like the studio PC. Like I, I get 144 Hertz running at low. Okay. On 1440. Yes. Okay. So I'm wondering how the fuck they're going to get 240 Hertz on this shit. Maybe that's not the goal. Maybe the goal is 1080, 144, but anything above that would be just nice. Is nice. Sure. I've, Fuck final, man. It's going to be crazy. Uh, he liked it, the first move so much he had to get his own. Yes, <laughs> you, you did. You did. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much for the sub. Um, Will, let's circle back to noobcombo.com because Maddie put out an article. It is a beginner's guide to the 2021-2022 HCS season. And might I say, it is a mighty fine article because the uh, HCS team did a, it, dare I say, poor job of explaining how the fuck things are going to work this season. Sure. Um, so Maddie took his time, uh, went through everything, tried to make it as easy as possible to digest and understand. So please go ahead and check out that article. Maddie did great work there. Um, Will the big team battle Bonanza is back. I knew you were just waiting to say that. Absolutely. This is by the HCS. Of course, we're running it back. Announcing the big team battle Bonanza featuring Halo Infinite. Catch the rematch between Walshy and Golden Boy live at the HCS Kickoff Major Raleigh 2021. And there have been some good banter on Twitter already. Oh, 100%. Um, here's a picture of Walshy, and he has his jacket open and snipe downstairs. They're both looking at it, and it's a picture of Golden, Golden Boy. Boy. It's, remember, he's a target, but not a threat. And I'm like, did, oh! did you see Golden Boy's reply to that? No, no. Oh, he he just replied? posted like a picture of some shit. It was just, it was ah. just funny. <laughs> 
Um, hopefully not with AR start. Might I mean, be. it is it, it is BTB. So, uh, be. He puts a kappa there, so oh, okay, obviously yeah. it's going to be with AR starts. I mean, I it personally it feels better with the BR, but agreed. Um, I understand they want people to scavenge. Yeah, yeah, and it's a casual mode too. Um, yes. Also, expect some um, celebrities there, is what we were told. Um, we isn't like everybody. You can, I think they said it in the broadcast. Um, yeah. So yeah, it should be it should be a really fun time. I'm expecting some like big names now just to show up. Yeah. I'm expecting um, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and gonna, he's gonna a gamer. Hot, hot box the whole arena. <laughs> I mean, you try. If, if it's not him, it's going to be somebody else that does. It. So <laughs> let's just be real here. Uh, and the final competitive news story that we have for the week is the Chipotle Challenger Series announcement. This is by NoobCombo.com. They say the final season of Chipotle's 2020, Chipotle 2021 Challenger Series will feature Halo Infinite. Who would have fucking thought that? The series will dish out, get it, dish out, $65,000 in cash and prizes across three free-for-all qualifying tournaments and the season finals. Accompanying the tournaments will be a show match featuring Nadeshot, Tim the Tapman, Cloaksy, and Myth. There's $2,500 in cash and $5,000 plus in Logitech product vouchers up for grabs for each qualifier and $30,000 plus in cash plus $10,000 in product vouchers for the season finals. The top eight from each event will receive a prize. Each qualifier will have a player cap at 512 players. Holy fucking moly. And only residents of the United States and Canada are eligible to, to participate. All events will be run by Beyond. Beyond. Our cross play will use ranked settings. will be played on Aquarius. And keyboard and mouse or controller can be used. The first qualifier will take place on Friday, December 10th. For more information, head to the CCS page on Challenge. Rip Kim's team. Oh, do, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, what's up, Justin? Welcome to the live show. The Rock on Golden Boy stream. Uh, I think it's team. Golden. Oh, yeah, he should be. Yeah, they need The Rock on there, too. Snoop yeah. Dogg and The Rock. I'm going to say Snoop's probably not going to nah, be there. He's going to fucking be there. He's ah. it's Snoop D O double G. That means great gamer. <laughs> That's it for the competitive news. What a dumb fucking statement by me. It's time for upcoming tournaments of the week presented by none other than Noob Cabot. Check out noobcabot.com for all your Halo Esports needs. And now merch. They have merch. You can buy their merch. It's on their website. I'm wearing it right now. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I'm wearing their merch right now. Noobcabot.com. Burke says Snoop's definitely not going to be there. Well, fuck he is. All right. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Snoop Dogg will be in HCS Raleigh. Are they going to do in like another musical guest thing where it's oh, all like <laughs> awkward as hell? No, I'm just going to bring a picture of Snoop Dogg and I'm just going to okay. be like, look who's here, motherfuckers. Prove us all wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, Halo Creation says, did you hear about who is apparently signing the OEX team, by the way? No. I don't no. know if we have confirmation on that yet. No, from... I haven't seen anything. So if you, if you, if you have info, please send it, send it our way, send it our way, but your upcoming to tournaments of the week. We have Thursday, December 9th. That's my birthday. Metal mm -hmm. state halo infinite two V two cup. It's taking place on Friday, December 10th, the Chipotle challenger series qualifier. Number one, 
LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2, OSNYC Spartan Smackdown Halo Infinite 4v4, and a $500 College Halo Infinite Kickoff Tournament. On Saturday, December 11th, we have the Chipotle Challenger Series Qualifier number two. PHCL Halo Infinite Draft 4v4 Tournament and Xbox Game Pass has PC Games Open Series Halo Infinite 4v4, which is a fucking terrible name for a goddamn tournament. Leading into Sunday, December 12th, that same event is taking place. It's a two-day event. And then we have the Antimatter Gaming Road to Raleigh Halo Infinite 4v4. The Penn Halo is the Road to Raleigh powered by Challenger Mode Tournament. And on Monday, December 13th, the Chipotle Challenger Series Qualifier number three. And then eventually the season finals will be after that. Um, whoa. Maddie says, I have my money on Vitality. Halo Christian says, okay, so apparently they're signing with an esports org founded by an F1 pilot. He even came to SLG stream to give some subs the other day. Don't know if I should say the name. That's up to you. Interesting. We're not going to press you for it, but it's up to you. It would be Chipotle. Hey, you know. Chipotle. Another Chipotle vine is my life. Another vine reference. It is. We're yeah. just on fire today. You know? <laughs> All right. Will, when you go to Chipotle, yeah. do you get do you get guacamole? No. Oh, so you're not a fan of those free shavacadoos? God damn it. Free shavacadoo. <laughs> Third one. Well, that's it for the upcoming service of the week presented by NoobCom.com. Check out NoobCom.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Now with merch that you can buy at their link on their website at NoobCombo.com. I'm wearing it right now, but Will, what do we got next? Rostermania! Got some Rostermania. Oh, yeah, baby. Um... Yeah. I'm guessing you wanted me to click on that link and read? No, no, no. No, you're fine. Uh, okay. I, I'll just say that I think it was even Halo Creation that tweeted it out. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, the origination the origination of the name of OEX. It's in French, so I'm not going to understand a word that they're fucking saying. But you can go check out that video, and I thought that was really cool. So thank you for even tweeting that, dude. Thank you very much. All right. And then we have Halo Rec League team names. A couple more added. Yes. Uh, so this is to piggyback off a space station, and it is waste station, and then uh, dazed for phase. Yeah, so very nice. And the logos they're creating is are amazing. They're too. really funny, really good. I still think graphite's my favorite. That's pretty, yeah, yeah. Broken pencils is is amazing. Um, from space station gaming, the actual space station gaming uh, team, they have officially signed deceiting. So congrats on picking up another player for them. They did. Also, what's up, Shio? Welcome to the live show. Bert Gillies, welcome as well. You make the logos? Hey, that's fucking awesome. Let's go. Okay, there we go. Let's go. Nice. Graphite's phenomenal. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. And then Halo Creation says a name that dare I not repeat on the show. For the OEX squad. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um... Moving on to X set. This is going to be Kratos, Suspector, Porky J, and Filthy G. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. And the ego as well. Uh, Team <laughs> Vandal, Cherished, Wenzor, Zerka, and Carmea. I love I love you so much. Uh, 
Built by Gamers is going to be King J, Mines, Nebula, and Nemesis. So Nemesis finally landing on a team. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, th- I would say he was a fringe H5 pro, right? Like he was good. Well, he was. He was an actual pro. He was on well, that yes. straight ripping roster for a while. And he was on a roster before that too, if I'm not mistaken. It was him and uh, I, f- I feel like like he was there, but he never like reached like a no, a never really blossomed. level or yeah, never blossomed. So I'm I'm excited to see what he brings to Infinite here. Absolutely. Uh, and then the team, the Chiefs, barcode Madzi, is it Prodies and Piprins? So this was the um this was the Nutribullet team. Yes. Um. So they've actually been picked up by an org. So that is the Chiefs are an organization, and they have picked up that Nutribullet team. Now we're like Halo Creation has talked about. We're literally just waiting for fucking OEX to be picked up by an organization. Um, Justin says, how often do you put stickers on your laptop and take them off? I feel like it's new stickers every month. So, Justin, <laughs> let me tell you a story. Oh, boy. I like how you find, like you're literally the only person who has ever mentioned this. Uh, so I had I had a D brand uh, vinyl. We're not sponsored. I had a D brand vinyl sticker on the laptop, right? Covered the whole back, covered the whole front and back, uh, put stickers on that. Just realized it was way too fucking gaudy. Took that off, bought a case, like a, um, just like a, not necessarily plastic, but maybe a little bit more heavier duty than plastic, but a shell for the MacBook. Just, I didn't want it to get like dinged and whatnot. So I got that, put the stickers on that. That started breaking at the corners. I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to go naked because who gives a shit? We go raw. We're going no, raw. No, don't bring that back. Please, no. Show, baby. Oh, don't cancel us. And so I bought I bought a Noob Combo sticker off noobcombo.com. Well, they're designed by Human Store. And uh, that's the first sticker I have on here. And then when we eventually get stickers, um, I want to put one on here. Um, I want. I'm waiting for... We, we had a conversation with the Podcast Evolve crew last night, yeah, and yeah. I, I bitched at them because I want their new logo as a sticker so I can buy that and put that on here as well. So we're just raw. We're raw dogging the laptop now. <laughs> so that's that's it. Oh, yeah, Cartel. We're still waiting for Cartel to be signed. Holy fucking moly, yes. dude. I love stickers, man. I fucking love stickers straight up. I really do. Uh, Mind Freak would have gone for the Nutribullet guys if they didn't have a Halo roster already. Yeah, and that's, I mean, Madzy. Oh, wait, no, not Mad. Wait. They had Berserk, didn't they? Mind, uh, Berserk was on Mind Freak back in the Halo 5 days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Um, Shio states, I put the stickers on the lid of my laptop under the case thinking that was safer. And then I went to the Apple store to get my keyboard replaced and they replaced the screen. So there went the stickers. <laughs> That's fucking. Oh, Apple. Um, all right. Moving on. Moving on. I'm sorry. Thanks no. for asking. Justin. Yeah. All good. Tournament and league recaps of the week. Here we go. DJ blue PDX's fall summer series presented by play Griffball. Final event results. In fourth place, we had Zoo Monkeys. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your team. That's what team. Third went to Team Alpha Super Awesome Cool Dynamite Wolf Squadron. What a name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fucking awesome. Does that make a top name of the year? You know what? On our list? Because I think that, it does. That is a freaking. I think it does. We're, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing back 
It's been so long since we've added something to this fucking list. There's none that's been like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. That one's that one's fringe, holy cow, but you know. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, we've yet to have something that's been like, oh my God. I'll move on. Second place went to Armand Hammered. And first went to Like Clockwork. And since they won, they probably played Like Clockwork all the time. True. Should we, do you mind real quick if we just go through what we have on the list so far? Because it's not that much. Let's hit it. Why not? So the worst gamer tags of the year right now. Oh, there's a worst one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have worst. We have worst and best gamer tags and worst and best team names. Okay. 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 We have nothing under worst team name yet. So we need to, we need to get ahead of the curve here. But uh, the worst gamer tags of the year so far are (laughs) also hard to take. Welcome to the live show. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Are uh, Ananog, Urmgel, Remember, we don't know how to fucking yeah, pronounce yeah. that one. Uh, dragon, but it's not that at all. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're Eurasian or whatever the fuck. And then Rorch. Rorch. Yeah, because we don't know how to pronounce that one either. Yep. The best... Oh, Jesus Christ. Shot yeah. with the 16-month reset. There's the woo. There's and the you woo. also get a woo. Thank you so much for the resub. The best gamer tags of the year. As of right now, we have J-Banger. Ooh, J-Banger. Yep. Pikachu Pot Pie. <laughs> yes. Uh, Barbosa's Monkey. Because that's... that's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah yep, from, yep, from, yep. Yep. Are you freaking me? <laughs> okay. I fucking love that one so much. Um, we don't have anything for worst team names of the year so far. But the best team names of the year so far, we have Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Granny Hands. <laughs> Pow! Right in the kisser. <laughs> Cat Fox. <laughs> But it's F-O-C-K-S. I remember, yeah, you yes, love that one. I do. Dave's adopted son. It's a good one. And then we have Dave's immediate family. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. The machine gun lobsters. Okay, okay. The unclappable cheeks. <laughs> and the Woo. Team Alpha Super Awesome Cool Dynamite Wolf Squadron. That's pretty good. That's good. It's a good list. Yes. And again, we've taken these since like almost the beginning of the year. Yeah. So it's been a running We're, we're, we're almost done, right? We are almost done. We need to have something under worst team names, though. There's got to be something. But I'm sorry to take you off track. What, oh, what do we got for okay. tournament league recap? Back to uh, GLG, Halo Infinite Stronghold CTF Oddball, 4v4 results. So basically ranked, but without Slayer. Mm-hmm. In fourth place went to Halo Tourneys. Okay, great. Third, final boss. Second went to FOV65. And first, old and washed. Next up, run it back gamingly. <laughs> Why are you laughing because already? I feel like one of these should be on the best team names of the year. <laughs> uh, run it back gaming league. Is it trolley Halo Infinite 4v4 qualifier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fourth went to under. Third went to team of twos. <laughs> Is it that yeah. one? <laughs> Second went to ah! <laughs> and first went to uh, Hydra Gaming. I'm just adding it right now. It's just all A's. I'm just adding it right now. Uh, That's a good one. Just if you want to make me happy, just fucking. What's your team name? Ah! Sure. Also, uh, oh my God, I don't want to mispronounce this. Uh, Farrah Daniel? I need to pull up my. Do you mind if I just call you Daniel? Either way, welcome to the live show. Thank you for tuning in. And if I mispronounce your name, please let me know. Sure. Daniel it is. We got it, boys. Ooh. We did it. I didn't fuck up this time. <laughs> What's up, Neil? Welcome back to the live show. There's a player in the CRL that's gamer tag is Ah! And casters have no clue what to do. 
Oh, it's beautiful. That's oh, beautiful. <laughs> it looks like ah, it's going for sniper on my fire. <laughs> right off the rip. Ah, what a play! <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Ah, it's one shot. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Moving on. Uh, is it Crusade in Esports League, Halo Infinite, 2v2 results. In third, fourth, we had Ronan and Berger. Second went to NAZ and first went to Misu. Awesome. Whew. Brian, welcome to the live show. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Daniel says, I plan on changing it later, but can't do it for two months. Hey, you do you. You do you. Whatever, whatever you would like your name to be, you just let us know. We'll call you that. Uh, next tournament here, Ladies Halo Infinite 2v2 tournament results. In fourth place, Precious and Miss Heartbreak. Third went to Miss Lacar and Azura Anarchy. Second went to Katie Marie and MLG Queen. And first went to Halo Minx and Janelle Victoria. Whew. There's a decent amount of tournaments. Oh, it never stops. Uh, Pen Halo in the new Halo Infinite 4v4 tournament results. In fourth place, we had uh, Foot Fungus 792. Uh, third went to Business. Second, Pittsburgh Knights. And first, Oxygen Esports. There is something I want to say. Oxygen Esports got like dropped down to losers pretty quickly. Okay. Worked their way all the way back and then uh, got the bracket reset and won 3-0 in the bracket reset. Damn. Like, they fucking just ran out. Turned up. Turned All up. right. Uh, Trovo Titans, $8,500 Halo Infinite 4v4 results. You know, some big tournaments going on. Big boy tournaments. Big money. Um, In fourth place, replays. Uh, Is it Finick? Finick? Is it Finicky? Finicky? Oh, yeah, Finicky. Yeah. Uh, Nikolai uh, Parabra and Kilimanjaro. Third went to Billy Bonkers 445. <laughs> wow. <laughs> add, it, add it to the good name because you oh love it. Oh, my God. I just love it because I got Okay. For what it's worth, your name is Will, but outside of the show and everything, call yeah. me Billy. People call me Billy. So Billy who Bonkers. Know me, who know me high school and before. I go. I, I went by Billy. Yes. So, yeah, Billy Bonkers. Perfect. I won't add it. Don't uh, worry. Cabe. Uh, Way we? Way we? Uh, squ- squilly and chilled you. Hey, chilled, chilled you. Yeah, nice. Chilled you. <laughs> uh, third, uh, or second, sorry, we went through third. Second was Astra plus Piggy. Okay. Uh, Piggy Saiyan, Impulsion, Slinky, and Silence. Now, isn't Piggy Saiyan the one that said that he's like the, the greatest free agent available right now? Is it, I didn't. So hmm. you told me somebody yesterday, that person copied the tweet of him. As a oh, joke. got yeah, it. I okay. think Piggy saying what was the one that said, like, I'm the best free agent. I've beat pro teams. Interesting. Okay. Be humble. Uh, first place. Abagotes. Uh, Tylenol, Abature, Deceiting, and Flazen. Very nice. It took home four grand. Not and if it, if it wasn't Piggy saying, I apologize. But if it was, which I think it was, be humble. <laughs> Next up, LFTG, Halo Infinite 2v2 results in fourth place, or a third fourth. Because they could, yeah. Uh, third fourth. Uh, is it Pakai? Sure. Drift and Adso. And then Team Ability, which was Exploits and Exposure. Second went to Minions, uh, Hative and Outvade. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, and then first was Bullies, <laughs> evolving in... Uh, Amtian? Amtian? Yeah. 
I don't know. Fuck it. Sure. Uh, Philly Esports Halo Infinite Holiday Bash 4v4 results. And this is the last one. Fourth place went to Reality Check. Uh, Sadoth 1 and 2. Uh, his and what? Bobster. I love how you call them Sadoth. What is it? Sadoth. Sadoth. Yeah. They're the Suds. Sadoth. Sadoth. Yes, Sadoth. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Uh, third, status quo, flame sword, frag out, uh, persecute, and blaze. Second went to 5K team, Sabinator, King, Nick, Tusk, and Renegade. And first, taking them three grand, went to Pioneers, Soul Snipe, Manny, Tolik, and Druck. Very nice. And uh, yeah, that's all I have for the tournament and league recaps of the week. So you think. But oh, uh, there's more. Oh, no, wait, there's more. No, you're technically you're right. That's that's the end of the segment, right? Sure. But now we lead into the first topic that we have for the show, which is the HCS kickoff major Raleigh qualifier results. So Maddie was quick to correct everyone, especially the HCS, it, rightfully so, where and we we missed we uh incorrectly did this as well. Where the first two um open of like open online tournaments that took place were not qualifiers for Raleigh. This, they were preparation for what actually was the qualifier, which took place last week. So the qualifier that took place last week was the real qualifier for Raleigh to determine seating. You could kind of call them a qualifier just in the fact that teams got pro points for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the argument. Yes. But this tournament took place in the middle of the fucking week. Wednesday. Into th- Wednesday and Thursday into Friday. Right. Because uh, this tournament did not end until 3.30 a.m. Central on Friday morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, Maddie says, teams get pro points for every tournament, though, so that would make everyone a qualifier. Well, why are we discriminating against tournaments, Maddie? Huh? Why can't every tournament be a fucking qualifier? Huh? Because they are now. I'm just kidding. Uh, Pancake says, you had a great time, Josh. I had a very tiring time. That's what I had. <laughs> Halo Christian says, yeah, what happened to the NA qualifier? Like te- technical difficulties only? So I'm going to blame it on two things. I'm going to actually three things. Uh, first, and blame is not necessarily the correct word I'd use, but fuck it. Uh, three issues, I guess you could say, if you want to consider one of them an issue. So first one I'd say is yes, technical difficulties did happen, um, for, um, connection issues along with observer issues. Um, the second thing that I want to mention is, uh, the fact that how they split this tournament up, um, they made teams wait an extended period of time in order to be on broadcast, Mm -hmm. uh, which definitely slowed things down. Um, and the third thing I want to say is, and this isn't to throw shade at Spartan, but I did find it funny that uh, Spartan went online and and I'll say complained that a lot of the a lot of the series were not best of fives, but instead only best of threes for the past two tournaments. He provided his personal feedback. Yes, he provided his personal feedback, and uh, so what they did was for uh, more series during this event, they made it best of five. Well, guess what? A lot of the series went to five games. So that definitely increased the amount of time as well, including the bracket reset, which we'll talk about very shortly for the grand finals. Um, So without further ado, 
Here are your team totals for a middle-of-the-week qualifying tournament, Will. Yeah. For Australia and New Zealand, there were 43 team teams registered. For EU, there were 68. For Mexico, 69. Nice. And for North America, 330. Absolutely, Halo Creation. No problem at all. Um, Brackets and VODs and everything will be included. And also, this is what I was talking about. So, uh, Minimet of Face It stated, the changing from best of three to best of five for the following series. Winners semifinals, winners finals, losers quarterfinals, losers semifinals, and losers finals. And then obviously the grand finals. Um, there were two days worth of VODs. So they did uh, they did broadcast for Wednesday and Thursday for each region. So you can check out all the VODs. They're all included. And might I just say, I just want to give a major shout out um, to the HCS team, to the um, DreamHack team, to everybody that's involved in putting these online events on. Because uh, now that they have dedicated YouTube channels, the VODs save automatically because they're literal YouTube videos. So um, a problem with Twitch VODs, right, is that they're not going to be available forever. They're going to be deleted. So unless you upload those to YouTube, there's an opportunity, there's a chance that they're going to go away at some point in time. Um, So it's just really great that they have the YouTube channel set up that once the broadcast is over, it's immediately saved as a VOD and they're all included for you. Um, Will, do you want to run through the results or do you want me to? Sure. I also want to give a shout out to freaking Onset here because he was up till 3.30 casting Halo. You mean Gaskin? Did Gaskin as well? Yeah. They got, and then like in, Ga- in four or five hours, they were then casting an Apex tournament. Oh, Onset, yes. Onset did, yeah. Yes. Uh, But Gaskin was like, because he was in uh the UK. Yep. During, like, and he was on the main broadcast for the NA tournament. It was like, holy so, yeah, shit. It if it ended 3.30 our time, it would have been 9.30 a.m. Oh, it was insane. But anyway, yeah, results. We'll run through them. Australia, New Zealand. In fourth place, uh, Team BBR, which included ADZ, Dante, Evil, and Brattles. Brad? I'm going to go with Brad, Brad Elves. Works for me. Uh, third, Divine Mind, Berserk, Rated, Slays, and Junior. Second went to Dire Wolf, Bald, Dino, Vamped, and Zirkle. And first went to Nutribullet, Barcode, Pips, Prodies, and Madzy. From the EU side, in fourth place, uh, Hunda, <laughs> uh, Ramirez, I think that is, with, but with a C, right? Anyway, uh, Clonely, <laughs> Riots, and Flux. Third went to Navi, to Foxy, Kimbo, Respectful, and Jimbo. Second went to OEX, SLG, to Chick, Frager, and the Virix. And then first went to Cartel, Legend, Shady, Snipetrone, and Sika. Still on top. Back-to-back-to-back winners. Same with Nutribullet. They are back-to-back-to-back winners in their respective uh, events as well. From the Mexico region, fourth place went to TNT. It's Deco, Danny Knight, Reaper, and Tola. Third went to Leave No Witness. It was Lure, Laylocks, Rorch, and Strikey. Second went to Fire and Ice, Bullet, Luderic, Nugget, and Dragonac. And then first went to Pittsburgh Knights, Atso Drift, Tapping Buttons, and Gambino. And I think they are back-to-back-to-back winners as well. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Crushing it. Yep. All right. Here we go. Anna, the big NA. one. Anna. I think you should go through all eight. 
All right, seventh and eighth place. Kansas City Pioneers, Soul Snipe, Tallick, Druck, and Manny, if you don't know them already. So they drop down a little bit. A little bit. X-Set, Kratos, Filthy G, Suspector, and Porky J. They come in and get seventh, eighth right off the bat. Yep. Fifth, sixth, G2 Esports, Straight Sick, Arctic, Gilkey, and Sabinator. Okay. Other fifth, sixth team was Cloud9, Stellar, Penguin, Renegade, and Eco. Not getting nearly where we thought they were going to get. Big drop off for them. Yes. We'll see where they end out, end out, end up at Raleigh. Yes. Fourth place, E United. King, Nick, Spartan, Rain, Rhinoob. They played very, pretty well. They played pretty well. Uh, third place went to Inconceivable, Bound, Falcated, Snipe Down, and Boo Boo But they just played better. Uh, second, Optic Gaming, Trippy, Lucid, APG Pistol. The first time they did not reach that number one spot. So who took first then? The goddamn Sentinels, Frosty, Royal Two, Snake, Bite, and Lethal. So now, for those who have been paying attention to the last couple NA tournaments, uh, the open online tournaments that have taken place leading up to this qualifier, um, Sentinels have not been doing very well. To be completely honest with you, they now uh, some of this could have been attributed to, excuse me, not being able to get scrims in. Um, and the broadcasters were talking about how they might just have to do some stuff on the fly and try to get acclimated to what other teams are doing while playing them in these events. Um, but when the rubber needed to meet the road, they just, it it was really weird seeing because, uh, during the, so the, uh, the spectator, the observer mode, like went down. Like they couldn't use observer mode yes. anymore. Um, and so they had to use lucid stream for optic and lethal stream for sentinels and just seeing lethal just sitting there 100% fucking dialed in like he usually is, Yep. but not like not giving an inch, not showing any emotion, just being dead on. Like we're fine. We're, this is who we are. This is what we do. We've been so dominant in H5, and, I mean, fuck it. All we have to do is win a couple games. We get a back bracket reset, and let's go. And it was theirs for the taking at that point. Yeah. It was Optic Series to lose, and we'll talk about the results here shortly. It was Optic Series to lose, and they definitely fucking lost it. Um, so, I'll just say it. I know, I know you're a big fan of underdog stories. Well, yeah, but I'm just going to say shout out like congratulations to the Sentinels for taking that win because a lot of people, I mean, hell I I'd say myself included, we're kind of doubting them a little bit with how dominant optic has been with how dominant cloud nine has been right. It's, it really seemed like that was going to be the first real true test here at land was going to be cloud nine and optic, but Sentinels just kind of picking up where they last left off. Um, in terms of the, the scrim stuff here, uh, Halo Creation says the lack of scrims is so uh, shameful to be honest, not for Sentinels, but those who refuse to scrim against them. Shio says it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, honestly. If you're going to be better, why would you not want to scrim the best? And then Halo Creation says because you don't want them to get better. So we we discussed this earlier. It seemed like there was some personal beef between um, other teams that have taken place, but uh, from the sounds of it, it sounded like that beef has, had been squashed. So it was just I don't I still don't think Sure. They had one scrim with Optic. That was it. That's all we saw. Right, that's all we saw. But who knows if they had more after the fact. Yeah. Um I did not tune into streams is what I'll say. Um Berg says it's so good to see Pistola playing again. I did expect Cloud9 to do better. Yeah, everybody expected Cloud9 to do better. The other thing I'd say is I, I do wish NA teams would give teams outside their region a chance. So even if it's 
you know, I get, I get it's hard to play with lag and, you know, delay and whatnot, but if you're playing on your own server, you know, NA's hosting and they're willing to, to hop on, give them a chance to learn. Absolutely. And uh, did you see that what Mark owns your face, but not my face uh, said? <laughs> I did not. Okay. So Mark um, put out, he added us on a tweet. And he said, for the overall good of the competitive Halo community, top any teams should be regularly scrimming top amateur teams and teams from other regions. It may not help the top players in the short term, but it will long term. Don't gatekeep our up and coming talent. And uh, for the most part, I agree, right? And we've talked about it before. If if they don't get that opportunity, like these, it, the the teams from in other countries and the top amateur teams that we have here in the United States, right? Mm. If they don't get that opportunity, then how are they? going to try to get better. And then the argument is, well, why would, why would these top teams, these top professional teams who are at the top of their level want to give them the time of day if it's not going to directly benefit them? And my counter argument to that is, well, it may not seem like it's directly helping you two things. One, you're getting extra play time regardless and extra play time can be helpful. And also we, we mentioned it before other regions might have different play styles. Like you see it in Valorant, right? Yeah. Other regions can be more or less aggressive than North America. And by learning those types of strategies, maybe a North American team takes on that type of strategy and you know what to do against it at that point. But if you're not scrimming these other top teams in these other regions, then how the fuck are you supposed to know? You're not going to know by just watching them play. And who knows if you, if you even do watch them play, but by actually giving them that time and that opportunity you can learn more about the game as well. Not just by playing the same top teams that you already know. So yeah, like Mark said, not just like don't gatekeep obviously, but like just we're trying to broaden the horizon of this scene, right? Yeah. And I, I'm a believer that the more teams that are competing at a higher level, the more eyes you're going to get on esports, right? Right. It brings more organizations in. It brings in more money for the players themselves. Yes. It's, it's beneficial all around. 100%. In my, in my opinion. Absolutely. And yeah, Halo Creation, we saw as well that Shady offered lethal to scrim, but it didn't yep. sound like he wanted any part to do with that. Um, yeah. And that's exactly what Royal, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Um, and then Pancake said uh, that can be true for any upcoming team. Absolutely. And that's what we're saying. Like, give them give them the time of day. Like, at least hear them out. Like, you can obviously say no to a scrimming opportunity because, we, as we've learned, scrims aren't necessarily everything. But they are helpful. And it's not just for the top teams. It's for everybody involved. Just at least hear them out. Um, uh, Creation says... EU individually is, in my, in my honest opinion, inferior, but absolutely. Play style is super different compared to NA. Way more aggressive and based on fast encounters. And see, there, there's Mark. Welcome hey, back. Mark. Um, man, do I just have the power on M names? <laughs> Maybe. Mark and Maddie. Uh, Mark says it doesn't have to be a full scream either. That's what, true. Just give them the time of day. Help them out. Welcome back, Mark. It's good to see you. Um, okay, so notable information here about the NA event. Cloud nine getting fifth, sixth. That's was not expected at all. They, they just didn't play very well mm -hmm. is what it is. I imagine that will not be playing like that. Come Raleigh. Um, inconceivable making top three. That is awesome. Um, who the fuck knows if that's the phase roster 
Who the fuck knows if that's what's going to be the signed roster of Snipe right. Dunn's officially coming back fully, whatever it may be. He is still signed with TSM um, as a content creator for Apex. So who knows? But there is that. Um, and then Xset coming in and getting top eight. That was pretty huge, huge, huge here as well, considering the amount of teams that signed up. Um, and yeah, already kind of making a splash there with the qualifier. So we'll see what happens in Raleigh. But the big one here, the grand finals, the series information here, Opti Gaming versus Sentinels in the first series of the grand finals. Um, Deadbolt says, I feel like FaZe would, would want hype before Raleigh. Why so long? Great question. Great fucking question, man. That's what we're trying to figure out as well. We understand that uh, we understand that Fnatic is waiting. And again, I don't agree with that, but it is what it is. You were announced as a partnered, uh, a partnered organization coming into this and you don't have a set roster. I, I respect the idea of scouting for talent because you never know. There could be some up and coming people who people aren't paying attention to in this game. We don't know. Right. And hopefully Raleigh will give us some of that indication if a splash is made, but it's just, it's really weird to me when you're a partnered organization coming into it and you don't have an established roster for the first LAN event, but it is what it is. So that's that. Um, and yeah, the face thing is just f- fucking weird, but game one was oddball on live fire. It was two Oh to optic and game two was Slayer on recharge. It was 50 to 30 optic. So to keep in mind here, this is a best of five series. Optic Gaming need to win one more game to just be done and win it. That's it. This is Optic's tournament to lose at this point. I will, I shit you not, I had a tweet ready to go if Optic won this because, and the tweet was going to say, we haven't seen um, a grand finals this lopsided since 2016 Halo 5 Worlds, where CLG beat Allegiance 4-0. If yeah. Optic, that's that's what happened. CLG started their dominant run in Halo 5 for in the first Halo 5 World Championship in 2016 against that Allegiance roster that had Nated, who won MVP. Yep. Um, they beat them 4-0, and they beat them in a handily, easily 4-0 situation. So if... Optic won this 3-0 handily like they did the first two games. I was fully ready to send that tweet. But something happened. Game three was strongholds on streets. And while it was close, actually the next three games, spoiler alert, went to a bracket reset. Um, They're very close. So 250 to 231 going to Sentinels. And what have we always said, Will, in the, in the world of Halo 5? Well... Yeah, you never could count them out. If you give Sentinels an inch, they're going to take a fucking mile. And they did. Game four was CTF on Bazaar, which uh, Lucid said in one of his recent streams that it is a definite game and map combination that they need to work on, that they feel is one of their weaker. Um, but Sentinels win that 1-0. It was very close. Uh, and then game five was Slayer on Aquarius, 50-44. to Another fairly close game, again, going to Sentinels. Is it incompetitive? Is it, do they play with overshield on bizarre? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. That's right. Yep. Um, so then we get into the grand finals reset. Optic gaming versus Sentinels, obviously. Game one was strongholds on recharge. Very, very close. 250 to 247 
going to Sentinels. Game two was Slayer on my fire, 50 to 47. Very close, but this time going to Optic. So we actually have a series. Game three was CTF on Aquarius. Came down to a four to two, going to Sentinels. And then game four, Oddball on Streets. Optic could just not get anything set up at all. And Sentinels win at 2-0. And therefore, Sentinels have the number one seed going into HCS Raleigh. Players on that Optic squad, I said it in H5. I'll say it now. Mm -hmm. They were streaky. And I'm curious how much the delays, the time factor, played into them losing momentum. Sure. It gets that late in the morning. We're, we're, you know, waiting for things because of technical difficulties, whatever it may be. How much did that play into it coming from winners having to wait for, you know, not playing for right. some time jumping in. Now they started out hot and there should have been no, no excuse for the absolutely last no excuse. Um, you whooped them in games one and two. Like but, you made it look like child's play. It's, but, it was that insane, but you saw the momentum switch after the strongholds game. It was yep. close, but oh yeah, there, there was just something that Sentinel saw a, uh, a kink in the armor and they're like, we can take this. And it was, it again, mo the majority of the games that the Sen that Sentinels won were close. We're very close yeah, up yeah. until the very end of the event. But that's it. You, I will say this. It's things like this. Not that these things should happen because like these technical difficulties, obviously we hope they never happen, right? We hope that things run super smoothly and just get from game to game to game. But it's these types of situations that can help separate the best from the best. And Sentinels just had a very, very rocky start, whether it be teams not wanting to scrim them, whether it be personal stuff, whatever, or they're just not, they weren't ready. Who knows? Yeah. But man, they, they put it on for this one. And I, I honestly can't wait for Raleigh to see them on actual land. Yeah. Because real I'm land, a, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. There's, there is some, I've experienced some things in, in online that, you know, you get some desync. There's been times I've, a shit ton of it. I've shot a player, looked away, and then I get the kill th notification. Yep. And then they die. And it's like getting killed around corners uh, all the time. Yeah. Like how much does that play to these online yep. uh, things too, where this could be a completely different game on land. And it's going to be exciting to see what these players bring and what's actually going to happen. Cause maybe who knows, maybe APG tanked a shot that he shouldn't have in, in online or, you know what I mean? It could change the swing of a game. Yep. So it's going to, I, Oh, land can't wait to have actual land back. Absolutely. And it's only a couple short weeks away. Um, Daniel says, I'm, I'm still teetering on buying a Sentinel skin because of that series. I mean, Hey, if you, if you like the team, if you like the players on the team, um, it only helps them as well. So yeah, part of the, the proceeds go to help the team. Yes, absolutely. So feel, please, please didn't, do. Didn't they say they're also proceeds from the store go into like prizing for HCS? Yes. Any purchase from the store in infinite, it doesn't have to be an HCS pack. Any purchase within the infinite storefront, the, uh, a portion of that purchase will go towards, um, infinite, uh, crowdfunding like HCS yeah. crowdfunding. Yeah. So pretty please cool. do. If you have the um, the means, yes, yes, or the want to buy from that store, yeah, 
Um, Topic for another time. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we're going to talk <laughs> about it briefly a little bit, but that's not the point. And then Creation says the desync issues can be hilarious. They're so fucking bad, man. They're so I, fucking bad. I, I've I've resulted to just laughing at it because there have been times like say streets, you know. Yeah. You, you kind of contest for rockets mid. You get weak, and I try to back down around the corner, You're and I'm dead. like I'm around like halfway around that corner, going up towards purple, and then I'll just I just die, and I'm like oh. Oh, okay. And of course, on your screen, you're behind the wall. Oh, but yeah. On their screen, it's like, yeah, oh, joke's on you, bitch. Yeah, I was already dead. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, it was it, that tournament ran way too late. It did. Um, but again, special shout out to all the talent um, as well, all the production people behind the scenes uh, putting the event on, keeping the broadcast going. Um, you guys all did phenomenal work with all the challenges that were presented to you. Um, and I don't think you guys get enough credit. So, yeah, and the, just the yeah the, the broadcasting, the talent that was on screen, them holding up that time, they did pretty well. Yes, and I'm surprised Gaskin did not get back in his robe. He should have gotten back in his robe. It would have been hilarious. Yes, it, and Gaskin, extra special shout out to you for how long you had to fucking stay up Ooh. for all that. It was phenomenal Halo. Let's not get it wrong, and you guys obviously said that too, but man, tournaments should not be running that late. And we all love competitive Halo. We all love long series, but... That late? Oh, boy. Um, but no, shout out to everybody involved. It was overall a great event. Um, issues notwithstanding. But we're going to be talking a lot more about Raleigh next week for our Raleigh pre-show. So we'll yeah. talk about teams. We'll talk about uh, predictions. We'll talk about how the event's going to take place. We'll be there as well. So if you want to see us, let us know. Um, hit us up in the DMs on Twitter. You can message us in the Discord. Will's going to shout that out later on in the show as well. Yeah. So, And also next week, we have an after show only on the live show. So if you're listening at home, I'm sorry. Hopefully you can tune in live yes. and watch. Uh, we're going to be doing some funky stuff here after hours on HCS Pro Talk. So get ready. I'm fucking stoked. It's going to be great. Will, should we move on to our second topic of the week? Yeah, let's go. Communications from 343. Mm. So there is a lot to discuss here. Um, if you're in, if you're... Watching this live, if you're watching the live show, tuning in, uh, feel free to chat in anytime you'd like. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go through this. We'll give our responses to this. Will some of the stuff you haven't even seen? So we're gonna go through it all, get live reactions, get raw reactions. All jokes aside. Um, so here we go. The first one, Will, is anti cheat updates by Unishek. Thank you very much for being on the ball for that. Of course. Let's talk about cheating. Let's. Unfortunately, cheating is a natural part of supporting a free-to-play PC game, and it's one we anticipated. It'll never go away entirely, but we're prepared and committed to releasing consistent improvements to our game systems and taking action on bad actors. Please report bad actors on the at Halo support site using the link that we include in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation mark show notes in chat. We know having a report player feature in-game is desired, but please use this method to file reports for now. Also, including video evidence makes things much easier on the Halo safety team. Jumping in to clarify that the wording of improvements to game systems includes not only our anti-cheat, but the rest of the game as well. It's worded this way because we don't take a single feature approach but a game-wide approach to anti-cheat. Will, I don't know if this is 100% confirmed, but I'm going to throw a statement out there 
that I've seen a lot of people talking about, and I'm worried it might be true. Okay. Halo Infinite's multiplayer in its current state as of right now does not have an anti-cheat enabled. Hmm. Yup. But will it be enabled shortly? That, again, I am not entirely sure if that is true. And I don't want to say it as fact. Yeah. But based off what I've been seeing, to me, it sounds like as of right now, there is not an anti-cheat enabled in Infinite's multiplayer. I could be completely wrong on that. Because a reason why I bring this up is because people have been mentioning, hey, considering how fucking busted this is, can we have the red reticle back on PC? Because clearly it's not doing shit. And that is a big contention for a lot of people. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't respect the reasoning why it's not there, but that is what it is. So I do not know if Halo Infinite's multiplayer currently has an anti-cheat enabled, but it sounds like it is not. We don't know. We do not know. Progression updates. This is by... Unishek. Thank you, Will. When we made our initial change to progression, which added daily play one game challenges, updated weekly challenges, and doubled the duration of double XP boosts, we promised that we'd monitor the data and make additional changes if needed. Now... It's time to follow up on that. After seeing how XP was earned with those changes, we noticed that players were starting their sessions with slower payouts than we'd like. To address this, we'll be increasing, well, they already have, um, increasing the XP payout for the first six matches of each day. An outline of this update can be found below. First game will be 300 XP. Second and third will be 200 XP apiece. Fourth, fifth, and sixth will be 100 XP apiece. And seventh plus will be 50 XP apiece. We believe this increase will help address those slower initial payouts while also benefiting those of you jumping on each and every day. We know many of you want even larger changes and we're committed to doing so, but those will take time. We made this update based on data and player feedback and we'll monitor its impact after we push it live tomorrow morning. As always, keep sharing your feedback. And again, this update's already live. Um, so it's already there. Have you... I mean, do you do you like where they're at with what 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 they've put out with this for so far for the most part. Yeah. Yes. I do like, I do like these changes a lot more than just the, having the 50 XP win a match. Um, because this guarantees you, um, if, if at least you play for those six matches, this guarantees you a level a no level. matter what. Yep. Um, so, and again, it's it's not performance based. So win or lose, if you just play through six matches, you're gonna get a level up in your pass, which is nice. Um, I still wish there was an additional progression path, um, and we'll mention that in the community creations because Hidden Xperia put out a video detailing what um, he believes could be a good like could be a cool way to do something like that. I, I do wish there was other daily challenges as well. Yeah, it's only one technical daily, which is to complete a match, and then everything else is a weekly. Yeah, and uh, that doesn't entice me to play every day. Correct. I mean, I'll get my, I might get my six matches in, but like nothing else is going to keep me going after I've completed my weeklies, and 
unless, you know, friends are on playing ranked, that type of thing. Right. And you're worried that if you have a weekly that you don't like, you're worried about running out of those challenge swaps and then how do you get more? And it's just a, it's a, yeah, it just doesn't feel good, but they did say they're always listening Yep, and they're working on it and they're working on it and they already have made changes. So that is yes. awesome. Will, one more time, playlist updates by... Unishek. Okay. So, this one, not so good. Um, And it gets worse when we read Sketch's response. But, let's talk about Halo Infinite playlists. We've been reading your feedback, and we're working on plans to add Fiesta, Tactical Slayer, which is SWAT. Why not just call it SWAT? and free-for-all playlists as we speak. They will not land by December 8th, but the team is pushing to get them in before the end of the year. Yes, Will. But it's tactical Slayer. Slayer being a key word there, it makes me think that there is no, like, SWAT CTF, SWAT strongholds. Now, you could probably import those settings, but the playlist itself... I mean, there never has been. SWAT's always been Slayer. Is it, but doesn't like a SWAT nation do? Yeah, but th- that's modes, like custom. But that's, that's all custom. That's, they do that. In, uh, yeah. Got it. I thought there was like rank, like other ranked game modes in the SWAT playlist or uh, no. I guess I'm just crazy. Okay. SWAT's always been Slayer. I might've just been thinking of uh SWAT nation then. No, you're good. Um, I want to jump back on the anti-cheat thing just for one second because creation states, maybe you heard that because they don't use a third party solution for anti-cheat, but I assume at least server side, they may have some uh, detection of suspicious behaviors. Yeah. I, it, I hope they do. They did say it was server side, right? Yes, they did. Yep. Uh, doesn't prevent from cheating, but may sometimes detect and raise a flag. Yes. And that also, I, I forgot to even mention that I think it's fucking stupid that they don't have a report a player option in the game. I think that that should have been a priority from day one. Um, and I, I hope I'll just say again, try not to be too negative. I hope it's put in there as soon as possible. I understand from a logistics standpoint, it's difficult to get like video evidence to be added. Yeah. But there really well, needs to be a report a player option in the game. When there's a report a player option, shouldn't the the I feel like they should just pull the last match. Sure. That you that you and that player played together. Yeah, because you'd you'd assume that you'd be reporting them immediately after that match took place. During or after. Yeah, during or after. So, so yeah. Again, not trying to be too negative. I just really hope that it's added as soon as possible because it really feels like an oversight that it's not there. Um, back to playlist. Our goal for events is to try new modes prior to adding to playlists. We'll monitor playlist health after the three editions above and adjust our offering if needed. But we're excited to make these updates before the holidays. This is just the start of the conversation with y'all. Okay. A social slayer playlist with multiple variations is also in the works. We see this request the most, but we won't be able to get that one ready until after the holidays. We hope you can understand and enjoy the ones that, uh, that make it in before the team takes a well-deserved break. I'm just going to say two things. One, Yes, 100% all of you at 343 and all of you on um, like uh, outsource teams or whatever it may be deserve a break for the holidays, 100%. No one's saying you don't. And those that say you don't deserve to fucking get kicked in the balls. 
But the second thing is, wow. Really? Still no Social Slayer playlist? Really? And it can't come until after the holidays? I truly believe. Truly. The only reason that Fiesta, Tactical SWAT, and Free For All are being added before the holidays is because they were already done because they were going to be used for events. You said Tac Ops, right? Sure. That yep. you thought that would be the SWAT playlist. Yep. That totally fucking makes sense. And they're putting it in there now because they got all this hate. Now the hate, fuck off with the hate. I am heated right now. I am I'm heated because I've said from the very fucking get-go at five that you do not have a social slayer playlist and it I it blows my fucking mind. It blew my mind from the moment Halo 5 launched to the moment Halo 5 died. And it blows my mind now. Three playlists at launch. Back to normal. Will, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I totally forgot to... I'm sorry for not including it. Do you have any thoughts on the playlist structure for Halo Infinite? I mean... Yeah, I wish there was a little bit more. Um, the only one I would probably even go into is maybe Free For All and SWAT, which they're adding. Um, as far as Social Slayer, I mean, there is Slayer in the social playlist right now, right? Yep. Um, but I don't know. It's... I'm not, I said it in discord is that my expectations, I don't get why everyone like shouldn't have three, four, three set the bar of what they do with every other game release. They've had people are so mad when three, four, three doesn't do what they've continuously been doing. So like, just know that it's going to be a thing. I moving forward. I'm not like heated about it. The people that want it. Sure. I get it. Sucks for you. But the problem that's, the problem that Halo has is that everybody wants their thing in Halo and there's been so many iterations of Halo throughout the years. And when you get that many things into a game, it spreads everyone out too far. And I get why they did the three playlists. They want to make sure that there's enough population, enough hype around their game and people are playing, getting content out, whatever it may be. You spread that too thin, takes too long to get into matches. Oh, that's a problem on day one then too. You got to wait five minutes for a match because your single playlist out of the 20 has you know, a thousand people in it. I get it. I do. So I'm, I'm mad. No, is it coming great for the people who want it? Doesn't make a difference to me right now. My counter argument to that is that it's a free to play fucking multiplayer game. You should have more than three playlists at launch. Population should never be an issue, especially at launch. I get it. Getting the data. That's perfectly fine. But you have three fucking playlists. Of course, there's going to be populations there. Um, I mean, they could have just delayed it too. And instead gave us stuff early, but I would have been fine. With, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have liked an additional delay, but I would have understood it if they would have had everything, but whatever. Um, yeah. At launch population wouldn't be an issue, but what happens just two months down the road, they have all these playlists. Then you monitor that. Like divine mind just said, also okay. welcome back to the live show. Okay. But then 
they take away your social cellular playlist. You're going to be, what the fuck happened to my playlist? At least it was there on lunch. <laughs> But there's, no, there's, really no argue, there's nothing they can do to please everyone. And I, I guess I everyone's mean, going to be in their own uproar. And I, I guess I'm at, I'm at the point where like, I just don't care anymore. I'm happy. I'm playing the game. Sure. That's it. I'm just happy to play the game. There wouldn't have been, a, there wouldn't have been an argument though. If the playlists were there until they took it away. Yeah. But they, <laughs> never mind. Um, esports updates by Tashi. So, uh, First one is, th- these aren't necessarily bad. I'm just going to say. Um, Twitch drops are on the way for Raleigh. So if you're tuning into the Twitch stream for uh, Raleigh, you may have an opportunity to get some drops, which is fucking cool. Um, Roy G asks, uh, he said, great stream again, but as previously mentioned, can the observer mode be updated slightly before the LAN? The text size and the scores is too small, and the white text also clashes with the team colors when the score is going up. Mainly mobile watcher here. It's a good point too. Uh, Tashi states, unfortunately, not enough time to update all that before the LAN. We'll look to resolve color issues. Might just have to resort to red versus blue for the event, but we will discuss internally. And then finally, um, in response to somebody who asked, there should be more stability when the game officially releases on the 8th. So I'll have to wait and see on that one. Hopeful. Definitely hopeful. My guess would be that they're opening up more servers. Fuck if I don't. I don't know. Okay, here is the longer message from Sketch. This is a uh, reply to a Reddit post, as a matter of fact. Um, she also says, I just want Minimap and Observer, and Maddie's like, yes. Been saying that for a while now. Yeah, so hopefully that will be added down the line. Here's the longer message from Sketch. I can't reply to every person yelling at me or 343 here, so I just want to share a few final things to take or leave as you see fit. When we have some updates to share, I'll be back. First, I'm going to stress, I'm going to stress again that I 100% understand and generally agree with the frustrations most are expressing, even if I don't agree with the attacks and ways in which some choose to express those feelings. Call me a shill, a liar, Corpse speak, etc., as you want, but I've never lied to this community, and I never will. And I'm not saying myself are three. I'm not saying myself or three for three are a victim in any way. That's yet another narrative some folks here have chosen to apply. It's my job to come in here, listen, frankly take it on the chin, and despite personally being very put off by the way in which many are expressing themselves, still ensure that we are advocating for players internally. We do that regardless of it being positive or negative and always will. As for Slayer itself, this is what really kills me. We're still having discussions around feasibility. Yes, this is absolutely a hot topic and something the team is aware of. We would love to have modes and experiences that meet players' expectations versus the backlash situation we're in today. I don't believe anyone at 343 thought not having Slayer was a, quote, good idea, end quote. I don't personally agree we owe folks a detailed dissertation on what 343 has been doing the last six years, or whoever thought this was a good idea, etc. We've had people working their asses off for years to try and deliver the best Halo game they can amidst very challenging circumstances, but I will try to at least provide some context for those who are interested. 
as Will mentioned, the launch playlists were set up as they were to take a measured approach. We have UI limitations with the game right now in the way and number of playlists that are exposed. We have complex and not ideal progression and challenge systems intertwined in playlists and modes that are not necessarily trivial to decouple and change. Yes, the entire challenge and progression system needs a lot of work, something the team is acutely aware of and prioritizing. The team's plans for a Slayer playlist, I think, are more robust than what might suffice for an interim solution. Hence what Uni said earlier. I love the ideas and some of the variants they're working on. Those all require tuning and most importantly, testing. QA is a huge dependency and is a critical part of the development pipeline that has been running nonstop for months to launch this game. We are reevaluating what it would take to potentially just start with a vanilla Slayer playlist as a shorter term addition until the more robust offering is ready, like Halo Creation was talking about. I think the main hurdle that needs to be addressed and may require more time than is feasible before the holiday break is the knock-on effect to challenges and needing to also reassess quick play and what that becomes. Historically, a Slayer-only playlist and an objective-only playlist has always resulted in the objective playlist quickly becoming unhealthy. Understandable. But maybe we inevitably have no choice but to go down that route until more robust systems are available. Note that I am not a multiplayer or systems designer. It's just not quite as trivial as pushing a button. And at the scale and complexity of this game, any and every change could have monumental impact in a negative way without extensive testing. I just want to, as a aside from this, that is very true, especially in software development too. Any one change you make to a piece of software can completely brick another fucking piece of the software. So that is a 100% factual statement. I don't blame you at all for wanting to make sure everything's tested as thoroughly as possible. Triaging these feedback issues and finding what can we do now is what the team is already doing and will continue doing. Everything has to be tested. Everything has downstream dependencies and knock-on effects. And we're four days from a global launch with holidays right after. In an HDS event a week after launch. As far as the notion of this all being a ploy to force challenge swaps, it just isn't. I don't expect everyone to believe that, but while we may not agree with the playlist selections and approach, I'm just going to say again, making players have no control and have to use swaps has never once been a thing I've heard. Ever. Or ever. And again, we know this entire challenge system is not ideal, and while I'm glad they've been able to make some interim tweaks to progression pace and remove some of the more frustrating RNG challenges, there's absolutely more work to be done, and this is not the ideal vision that Live Team has in mind. Though, more challenge tweaks are coming with the playlist update, details to come soon. I did not really enjoy having to grind through 20 plus games of quick play to hopefully get oddball so I could hopefully win three times to complete a challenge. Or, shudder, having to get 10 Ravager kills. That gun did get nerfed, as we t- discussed. It's, is this week's ultimate reward of just an emblem really worth the grind? There's a lot of work to do. We are all in agreement there. A few more changes are coming this month, and I hope we can start to lay out more robust plans after the break. 
Not everyone likes that Infinite is a free-to-play game. Infinite's multiplayer, that is. And thus has a new business model based on monetization of customization. I understand where you're coming from, especially with a 20-year established franchise with a long-standing legacy. Free-to-play has been a huge boost to growing the player base, and we've seen a huge amount of new players entering the franchise for the first time ever. But this is a business. The servers you play on cost money to operate. The studio that develops and maintains the game costs money. Battle Pass and premium customization is the model for this game today. Is there room to continue assessing the overall economy and value for players? Absolutely. That's also an area the team is constantly monitoring and learning. The creation of cosmetics and the Battle Pass have absolutely nothing to do with something like a playlist. That content was created ages ago, is static, and wasn't done instead of playlists. Was it a priority to make sure this game could, in fact, generate revenue? Of course. Point of a business is fucking make money. I'm starting to ramble here, but the main TLDR is, for what it's worth, we're going to do what we can as soon as we can. If things today do not meet your expectations, then I'm sorry you've been disappointed. I'm confident this game will continue to get better and better, and all of these issues are fixable. I also realize that some players are just going to not play anymore. Maybe they come back. Maybe they don't. I also know and want to be very upfront and honest that the pace at which bigger changes are brought to bear will absolutely not be as fast as many want. We have some problems for sure, but I'm really proud of the foundation the team was able to deliver. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's your prerogative to play or not play. I'd rather have people who are so passionate they're yelling at us than nobody caring at all. But I just ask that people please take a breath here. Understand there are human beings behind this who put years of their lives into just trying to make the best experiences they can. And do not rush to judge or assume you've got it all figured out. And with that, I fully expect to be blasted from here out. But hopefully for some, this post helps provide a little bit more context. Have a great weekend, everyone. Will? Yeah, so I did read this. I didn't know it was directly from Sketch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a good. I mean, good post details. I mean, nothing. Change is not going to be easy with the bigger systems. Would you have had a different reaction if it wasn't from Sketch? No. Okay. I read it as a. I just read it as three four three employee. I didn't. There was a not a name behind it. This is the reaction I had that it was like, okay, sure. I'm I'm fine with everything he said. I fully respect him coming out and really just saying like, dude, I don't, it feels like he's just had enough. Like, yeah. And he, and he, he did it in the most respectful way he possibly could. Yeah. You know? And I said, I said it on Twitter, but I'll say it here too. For those that are, and I know, I, I hope to God it's nobody in this community, the HTS Pro Talk community, but anybody that goes out of their way to threaten via death threats, just physical or emotional harm, whatever it may be, just screaming at them 
for something that they might not necessarily have control over, whatever it may be. Any person in any department of that company or any game company, just for anybody that does that, go fuck yourself because you, you have no idea. Hell, we don't even understand the amount of shit that a, that they do and B that they have to put up with. Right. And you, whoever you may be going out of your way to make their lives a living hell on top of all the shit that they've had to already go through and the amount of work that they've put into making this title or any game company in general, they don't deserve that at all. So I said it once, I'll say it again, go fuck yourself, be better and don't be a shitter. Like I always say. Um, and again, my, my whole point is to not get ranty on this episode, but just the few points I wanted to make, um, he talks about how he understands that, um, the entire challenge and progression system needs a lot of work and that everything was intertwined within these playlists and modes. It, it, we knew or what we've heard is that this game through went through a lot of development hell um, throughout the years. Now there hasn't been first reported stories that have come out, but a lot of this has been uh, current or previous three, four, three employees have told, have told Jason Schreier of um, Bloomberg that I think there was a, there was a recent tweet today that Jason Schreier after the reviews for the campaign came out, right. And they're mm-hmm. glowing, they're glowing reviews for the most part. Um, that three, four, three employees, current and former have reached out to him and said that development of this game has been akin to Anthem. And Jason says that that's the thing, right? Is that, and this isn't good, but he said that you have, you have instances where a game could release in its Anthem, or you could have a game release in its God of war, Right. Yeah, And that's not, and he, he even makes a point to say, this is not what should be happening. Game development should not be like this, but this can happen. And you, you have two extremes of a result. You have something which is an absolute masterpiece and something that is revered as one of the greatest games of all time in God of War, which we adore, yeah. right? And then you have something that we had so much hype towards, myself especially. Yeah. And, and you know that. I was trying to get you and Joey on that shit immediately. Yep. And it just, it, an anthem. And then it was just a, a disaster. Fell on its face. Yes. Um, Maddie says, I saw some people mocking that he said the UI is causing feature issues. And yesterday I was listening to Halo 2 Artifacts and Max Hoberman says that a lot of things got cut because of the UI. I wish those people could hear that so they know he wasn't just BSing us. No, and it, another thing, that uh, that Halo 2 Artifacts series, if you guys have not listened to that, is phenomenal. And Max did a phenomenal job as well as uh, along on that with Bravo. Um, so again, the, the couple things I wanted to say here, um, the UI limitations after even listening to that episode of Halo 2 artifacts, it does suck. Like we don't know what goes into the development of that, but I've already complained about how I think the UI is frankly a mess in trying to get to where you want to go. I'm um, trying to access the setting you want to access um, equipping things 
like when you make a purchase, you can't equip it immediately. You have to go back into the armor hall and do it all there. Just these, these things that, and like sketch said, a lot of these things can be fixed, right? It's just taking the time to do that. And it's going to take time. And, uh, Justin says, has Anthem just been completely abandoned? Never played it, but did they just cut their losses? Yeah. They, they were going to revamp it. Yes. And then after that had started, they cut it. They yes. just said, nope, we're done. hundred percent. hundred percent. Hit the nail on the head. Um, so the UI thing, um, while I respect and understand the reasoning behind it, it still irritates me. And I hope that those things get addressed as quickly as possible. It's going to take time. It's just all, again, I don't want to rant. So all in the back of my head right now is that it pains me because the core, like Sketch said, the core foundation is so, so good. And I I hear and I respect and I understand the argument of if the core gameplay didn't feel good, then what the fuck's the point, mm-hmm. you know? And it is phenomenal. It plays like a dream besides the connection issues, but those can hopefully be ironed out as well. Yeah. Um, so that core foundation is phenomenal. And I love that. It's just all these other things that really hinder me wanting to continue to play the game other than try to get a higher rank. And these things can be fixed. Like sketch said, it just in the back of my head, it continues to pain me that this all couldn't have been addressed for launch. And if, if the development hell that is assumed here is playing part of that, it's unfortunate, but based off the campaign review scores, which for the most part are great and the core foundation of the multiplayer. Yes. I'm happy for the future of what we have, but just these things stick in the back of my mind. So the UI stuff mentioned it, um, challenger progression system mentioned it. Sketch even says it needs a lot of work. Um, you already know my idea that my thoughts on the social slayer, which the playlist was there at launch. I understand. I have to wait. Um, and yeah, that's, Oh, and then the server thing, because I, f- I found that kind of funny as well. Uh, so I do not understand the logistics behind this. It's just, this was funny to me and I'm not throwing shade at sketch or anybody. It's just, just a thought, right? Will, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. There's very easy answers. You already know the answers to them. I'm not going to try to, I'm not making fun of anything. I'm just literally asking. Okay. Um, Halo was made by who? 343. 343 is owned by who? Microsoft. 343 uses what servers? Microsoft. That's what I'm getting at. It, again, I don't know the logistics behind it, so I don't know the cost behind it. I would hope that a Microsoft owned company gets some type of discount for them being a Microsoft owned company because it makes them money too. Um, but that, that is what that is. Yes. Uptime is there are costs associated with this servers cost money to run 100%. Um, these systems developers, QA, uh, designers, um, environment artists, everybody within the company needs to get paid, right? So these things cost money. People cost money. Um, so yes, the, the point of the business, like sketch said is to make money. Um, so, and, and I also want to say that I, I hear and I understand and I respect the other argument of 
it's funny that you had a storefront fully created, fleshed out in all this, but some of these other things feel like, not saying they were, but feel like they were pushed off to the wayside. Um, and again, I'm not saying they were, just saying they feel like they were. I mean, to be honest, the storefront isn't even that great. Sure. Like the, the fact you have to go to a separate menu for the HCS skins, like it should be easier to find those. Like I didn't even know the the region ones were for the longest time. They were under HCS. Yep, and that's another UI type thing too that needs to be addressed. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of UI inconsistencies and problems in navigating to I, where you want to get to. Yep. I have found a simpler solution to get to the customized screen where if you're in multiplayer waiting for, you know, a match, whatever, you can't like change your stuff when you're searching. But if you're in multiplayer, you hit start, you can scroll down to customize yes. and it brings you there. Yep. Faster than, you know, backing all the way out. And then tabbing and over. Tabbing over. So. Yes. And pancakes. Yes. I had hype for Anthem as well, but here we are. It's okay. Infinite's out now. So. It's okay. I played Anthem for like what? A week maybe? Yeah. We didn't play very long. No. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. I think that's all that I had on it without getting ranty. Um. The, the, my thing is, is that I hope everybody understands and realizes that, um, sketch and everybody at three, four, three are listening. It's clear that they are. Um, and they, they completely understand that things need to be updated. Things need to be changed. Things need to be added. And they are for all intents and purposes, they're working their asses off. Like sketch said, to use his quote, they're working their asses off to get this game in the best state it can possibly be. And Will, you said you're happy you're playing it right now. Frankly, I am too. Um, And like we've said so many times, that foundation is so good. It just feels so good to play. And I talk about Destiny 2 all the time, right? And how we may play Destiny uh, content when it releases, and we kind of drop off after that. But the fact of the matter is, I'm continually drawn into that game. And one of the reasons why is because the gameplay is so good. Their core foundation is so good. And knowing that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is that. Not Destiny 2, but like the foundation being so great. That already gives me high hopes for what can come in the future. Um, and based off the, the reviews for the campaign, which we're going to briefly mention later, it sounds like that's off to a good start too. So there's that. Don't be a shitter. If you're going to give feedback, give it properly. Give your feedback properly. Um, and just know that they're real fucking people too, man. And I, like I said, I've said it multiple times. I get heated so much on the show. I get heated so much in, in DMS for shit that's going on. And but I never want anybody to think that it's personally attacking anyone. And if it sounds like that, please call me out on it too. I'm human. Call me out on my bullshit. Will, is there anything you'd like to add? Mm-mm. Nope. Then let's get into some regular news. Halo and 100 Thieves collaboration has been announced and it was available, but it's sold out now. Um, it's by Courage JD. It was a Halo and 100 Thieves and a handshake emoji. Will? We did it. Yeah. We finally got a 100 Thieves drop. 
Um, and granted, it was for only thing one of the only things we care about, which is Halo. So that was good too. Um, so yeah, to everybody that got it. Oh, Maddie says you can still get the rug. Real, I saw it was sold out. It said sold out. I'm, I'm checking right now. Oh see my if that god, holds get up. that rug. No, I thought it was a sticker, but it, it definitely wasn't a sticker. Um, but for those who were able to get a piece of that drop, it says sold out, Maddie. So it's sold out on my laptop. Yep. Um, for those who got a piece of that drop, congratulations. For those who didn't, uh, unfortunate. But what are you gonna do? Um, reach out to Nade Shot. Be like, yo, bro. Give me my stuff. Yeah, give me my shit. Don't, don't though, because you're not going to get it. I know. Maddie said, oh, wait, it's sold out now. Oh, well. Wow, Maddie. It's like we told you that. <laughs> Halo and Swar- uh, Swarovski collaboration announces by Swarovski. We've teamed up with the ha- with Halo to celebrate the game's 20th anniversary and the launch of Halo Infinite, creating two must-have collectibles, including Master Chief's iconic Mjolnir helmet, Enter to win one of the 117 Swarovski and Halo collections. It's diamond. It's a Swarovski diamonds. So go check that shit out. You cannot buy them. You can only win them just like the, uh, the AMD, um, GPU for Halo infinite. You can only win it. So there you go. Give yourself, try to get an opportunity to win that shit. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will get free Halo Infinite multiplayer bonuses each month. This is by True Achievements. Yes, we already talked about this, but now we know what you're getting. As per the latest Xbox Wire article, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will receive an ultimate perk each month packed with Halo Infinite multiplayer goodies. The first bundle arrives on December 8th, offering the exclusive past tense MA40 assault rifle coating, four double XP boosts, and four challenge swaps. A pretty decent extra for those interested in Halo Infinite's multiplayer. You'll be able to claim this perk from the perks gallery on your Xbox console, the Xbox app on Windows PCs, or through the Xbox Game Pass mobile app. MCC development and flighting update by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. I'm not going to read through the article, but this is what the article is. In our latest MCC dev and flighting update, we're going behind the scenes. Join us for an interview from a member of Saber Interactive, uh, Roman Levdev, to hear more about the process of bringing legacy code to life on modern systems. Go check that out. Uh, Justin says, just pre-ordered that Master Chief helmet from GameStop today. $150, but worth every penny. Um, Don't tell Natana, but I ordered one a little while ago as well, and I hope it fucking fits my head with glasses on. Because we tried that one in the closet, and that one doesn't. So, glasses crew unite. For those who missed, myself included, the recent Mondo print release, because it wasn't promoted fucking anywhere, basically, um, there is another Mondo drop, this time for the Halo Infinite soundtrack on vinyl. It is releasing on Wednesday. This is by Mondo. Mondo and Xbox Game Studios are proud to present the soundtrack to the highly anticipated sequel, Halo Infinite. Featuring 22 tracks from the game's campaign by composers Gareth Cocker, uh, Joel Corlitz, and Curtis Schweitzer, pressed on two-time 180-gram colored vinyl, this limited edition release features incredible original artwork by Ken Taylor. You can pre-order starting on Wednesday, I believe at noon central if i am not mistaken so if you want your opportunity to get that which i will definitely be going for 
Um, please go check that out at the Mondo website, mondoshop.com, included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. Last couple pieces of information here. Halo Infinite campaign reviews are out now, and I wanted to just say here that uh, while receiving glowing reviews thus far, be sure to keep caution in the event you do not want anything spoiled. Uh, the majority, if not all of these reviews, should have been spoiler-free, but again, proceed at your own caution. Um, and if you don't want any information, don't look or watch any of them. And I'm not going to talk about any of them. But there is one thing I wanted to point out. What's up, Voodoo Man? Welcome back. This isn't necessarily a spoiler. I just want to say this for those who are looking forward to the campaign and didn't want to miss anything. Okay? You cannot replay campaign missions in Halo Infinite. And there are missables, including skulls and audio logs. This is by Hayden120 on Reddit. You can check out that link at your own discretion, but I just wanted to include that headline because it is true. You cannot replay campaign missions. You would have to start completely over or like have a save ready to go, right? And therefore, you can miss skulls and audio logs. So if you want to do 100% the campaign in one playthrough, please be aware. Obviously, we're going to want to play multiple times, but just in case you only want to play it once and you want to get everything and be done, be aware of that. And that's it for the regular news. Got no games, watch! I've got nothing. So therefore, it's time for Wells of Adventures of the Nailovers. And no other games, too. Yeah. Will, what'd you play? Uh... Just Halo Infinite multiplayer. Oh my god! Yep, it's like it plays really well or something. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Um, yeah, got the weekly challenge done. Nice. Played some games for XP. Nice. Yeah. Will, what are your thoughts on the one-shot melee with the Mangler? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that popped up this week, didn't it? A little bit. I'm not, I, I mean, I can see how in situations someone would think it's overpowered, but then don't you think the sword's a little overpowered? Too? Yeah. I, I mean, it's voodoo. Oh God, here we go. Yep. Um, <laughs> you got to like starting shit on the show. In my opinion, learn to play around it. Just like everything else on the map. Will you sound like a casual. <laughs> Great. Call me fucking casual then. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. I'm kind of in like a, a, a no fucks mood about it. Like, Clearly. It is what it is. It's in the game. Just play. And I don't know. Voodoo said all good. Just wait for the news I got for you guys. Maybe next week. Oh, shit. Martin, I also asked you, I think like last week or the week before, since you're here right now, if you're listening to me talk to you, um, the thing that you DM'd about something that may not have been that great. Has that already been said or not? Because I'm really confused now when looking back at that DM and I'm purposely not providing any context whatsoever right now. But if you are listening, I'm genuinely curious about that. You have to look back. Okay, good. Please do just let me know. 
Um, is I'm, I was just genuinely curious about since the progression of what's happened. Sure. Um, but yeah. What's your favorite weapon so far that you've used in the sandbox? Um, and then on top of that, what's your favorite piece of equipment so far? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you both. Whew. Um, give it my favorite overshield and camo counts as equipment. now. that is true. <laughs> um, favorite weapon so far. Yes. Gosh. The funny thing is, is I do pick up the mangler a lot <laughs> and the bulldog it's fucking good. The bulldog with the one shot. You can get a one shot melee with the bulldog too. Can't you? Yeah. And bulldog has a little bit more range than I think people will give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do as much damage. Let's be real. But like, it's got a little bit of range there. Um, so yeah, other than like the, I love the BR, obviously like that's a, it's the competitive weapon. I enjoy it. Um, okay. Okay. Martin. And then, um, yeah, so BR, I love the mangler. I love the bulldog. I just, um, I've had a, f- a few fun plays with the mangler where like I'm peeking a corner you know, I, I take the shot that I duck back and then yeah. they fire their BR that I peek out and fire again. And <laughs> yeah. And you wait for them to come closer, so you, then you can melee them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, so yeah, I, I actually really do enjoy the mangler. It's really good. And it also, like, it takes skill as well. Like, the argument can be made about the one-shot melee. That doesn't take a lot of skill. But the skill with, uh, the the bullet drops off in range. Yeah, yeah. Like, it drops down. So, like, you have to, you have to, t- it's kind of like the skewer in a sense, where you have to keep in mind that drop off. And you can... I've been killed by it and I've done it to somebody else where I've killed somebody in a BTB match cross map with the mangler watching the bullet trail down. And it's happened to me too, because I, I shouted out, I'm like, did I just get fucking cross mapped by a fucking mangler? Yeah. And then I did it to somebody. I'm like, Oh my God, you can do that. It's really cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about, what about yourself then? What's your favorite weapon? So well, far? what's your favorite equipment? Oh, favorite equipment. Yeah. The grapple shot is growing on me. So good. Just for the fact I've made a couple flag pulls. Like, oh, you, you grab. Like there, like there was a game on Bazaar where we were running it and the flag was bottom mid. I go, Joe, leave the flag, protect. And like, he just drops it. I run to the double doors and I just zip it in and then continue running. It feels shitty if you're the other team, to be honest. <laughs> sure. Because I've had it happen to me too. And you're like, oh, well, there's nothing I could have done to really stop that or know that person was there at right. the time. But yeah. Can I give a pro tip right now? Sure. So I forgot exactly where I heard this from. So for the original person that said this, whether it be Shyway, Wonder Boy, whoever it may be, I apologize if I'm not shouting you out properly. But I, honest to God, did not know this. Capture the flag. Mm-hmm. Right. Traditional methodology is if you have a, if you have the enemy flag pulled, right. And you drop it, the timer counts down oh, and you yeah. grab it to prevent the flag from returning to the enemy base. You don't have to touch it. You just have to stand in the ring that's around it. That prevents that timer from going down. And obviously when you step out of it, it'll continue. But if you step in that ring, it pauses the timer. It prevents the flag from being returned to the enemy base. So you can continue to lay down shots without having to worry to pick the flag up. 
So all these like, and I've had this happen, all these like instances of scrappy flag play where somebody will scream, be like, get a touch, get a touch, get a touch. You don't have to anymore. I mean, obviously if it's got a bee's dick left on it, sure you should touch it. But like, yeah, you, I think you do have to touch it to reset the timer. Yes, that is correct. But to pause the timer, you just have to stand in that ring. So don't feel like you have to hold on to the objective all the time, especially for oddball. Don't so, think you have to hold on to the oddball the fucking time. Drop it and shoot. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess I haven't experienced it. What if there are two people from enemy teams? Like they're both standing in there. Does the timer go? Cause the person's returning. I don't or know. Does it stop it? Cause it's, con- it's contested at that point. Sure. But, I do not. And know. Nobody has possession of that flag. So in my opinion, the timer should go. Sure. I do not know. So I cannot comment on that. I don't know. Easy Maybe you could try that out in uh, in Custom. a um, in a pure like academy bot match where you're only playing against bots, and then just throw the flag in the mid, and then since they're all terrible, I mean you could put on play fighting so they don't attack you, sure, and then you could just literally throw the flag mid and bizarre or whatever, and stand just there. just stand there and wait for them to like wait for them to come first, then stand there and see what happens. Sure, who knows? Um. Y'all are, you learn something new every day. You absolutely do, Pancakes. You absolutely do. Um, My favorite weapon, probably the BR. Yeah. If I was to say it, just because of how good it feels, I really like the BR a lot. Um, Other than that, man, the Mangler does feel good to shoot. If we're just being honest with ourselves, I do like the mangler a lot. The sound it makes is really cool too. Yeah. Justin makes mention the heat wave is no longer the shitty scatter shot as I've learned to use it. Yes. Yeah, that vertical mode, really powerful. That fucker just shreds. You can get a one sh- you can get a one shot switch to your B- switch to your BR, get a headshot, and it's a kill. With that vertical. Yeah. It's it's insane. Um, favorite equipment. Ah. Uh, if I learn to use it better, I'd say repulsor. I agree. But I'm going to say grapple shot right off the bat. I've just had a couple of cool plays with the grapple shot. Yeah. I've, I I literally Spider-Man swung one game into a back smack. It's and so it, cool. it felt so good. It's so cool. Just like, and it, you got to think that sucks for the other person. There's no way to really defend against that, yeah. but it makes some cool plays. It does. And I, I, oh, dude, I, I saw a video today on Twitter where someone threw like they're on um, recharge by by the C stronghold, and there's you know there's that little box on the left, and then yep. the big doorway. Yep. There is three players pushing from that doorway towards C. The guy standing on the little platform with the big circle thing, the cylinder. Yep. He throws a grenade into the corner, waits for it to about to explode, repulses the three people moving through the door into the grenade, and gets a cluster lock. That's amazing. Like like just plays like that. That's exactly that was it. incredible. Like the, 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 the awareness, the thought of like creating that for yourself and being able to push those players like into your, cause they probably thought, Oh, he just, he just missed a grenade on us. Right. Nope. <laughs> Here you go. It is awesome. The other thing you can repulse the flag. Uh, yep. There you go. You can also repulse this. I, I did this and I felt so dumb. Um, I just miss miss button pressed, but you can repulse like overshield and camo too. You also can repulse rockets. Yeah. I got a return to sender last night. Fuck yeah. Which, uh, which on the fucking, I hate the map, the, the launch map. No. Oh. In casual, the, uh, 
the um oh the launch the site launch site yeah yeah that map blows too but yeah it's I not mean, a 4v4 I, map i killed someone with a funnily funny enough i sent two rockets at him he fired at me both times i here you go here you go that's awesome <laughs> that's fucking awesome so yeah like i said if, if i get better with the repulsor i'd say the repulsor but right now it's grapple yeah. shot for sure um yeah that's what i'd say i don't know can you repulse your own flag when it's off the the that I don't know. I know you can repulse the enemy's flag, but I'm not sure about your own. I think you sh- you ought to be. Sure. Get it maybe in a better advantageous position. What if you repulse it off the map? Just resets that- at that point. Yeah, but it makes it feel a little bit more unfair because you didn't get a full reset. Sure. Remember, maybe maybe the team just shouldn't have it in that position. I did see a ball reset on streets during, uh, I think it was Lucid Stream. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot you can do that by being cheeky as fuck. We had a game. Weird. We had a game where ball on recharge. We were in yellow, and a plasma grenade sent the ball into the ceiling. Oh yeah, stuck there. Were you in that game? No, I just know that that can happen. Yeah, so like full full reset. No, the enemy team kept piling in, and we were slaying them, but no one could grab that damn ball. No. So I wonder if you could. Excuse me. I wonder if. Oh, you said streets. No, it was on recharge. Oh, recharge has grapple shot. I wonder if you could grapple shot up to the ceiling and try to grab it it out of there. Possible. Yeah. Or I I saw, I saw this on lucid stream as well, where the ball got stuck somewhere and they were able to throw a nade where the ball was and send it back out. And then they grabbed it and kept moving. Okay. So there's definitely, I mean, the physics are involved there. Yeah. Um, Justin says thrusters underrated. Nobody expects it in the gunfight, especially, uh, Basically an auto win. Yeah, that's sometimes that's what uh, the casters were saying, too, is that realistically, if an enemy does not know you have thrust, you should win the one V one. If you're in a one V one and like it's just an even fight, yeah. you should win that because it's fast. Like it's immediate, but you do stop immediately, but it is an immediate like boom. Um, but yeah. And then pancake says, I wonder if you can still grapple, throw the flag, too. I don't know. With the yeah, because you like you you have the flag like coming up to you, and then you just stop the grapple, and it like sends it right. I haven't tried it. Give it a shot in customs, right? Yeah. yeah. Give it a shot in the academy. See what happens. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Weapon and equipment, right? That's what we were doing. Weapon and equipment. Yep. Right. I also right. played Halo Infinite multiplayer. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figured. Yep. That's all I played. And uh, what was I going to say? The ranking system still needs fixing. That's a fact. Um, Do you believe ranks get reset when no. official launch? No, I don't. Have they said that? They never said anything about it. So yeah, I just I'm assume curious. no. I'm curious. Yeah. I just assume no. But I, I would imagine they do seasons, right? Yeah, because this one goes through the the May, right? Like yeah. it should be within that season. There should be no rank reset at launch. In my yeah. Opinion. So you would think that, like, what in May for season two or whatever, they do a rank reset and you go through again, whatever it may be, and then yeah. every three months is a new rank. Yeah. So, yep. Cool. And we'll see if they ever bring Champ back. Who the fuck knows? Well, yeah. shall we get into some shoutouts? <laughs> shoutouts everyone to join the community playdate. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> Two things. One, uh, to to Pancakes specifically, 
I want to say sorry uh, for the custom game that took place. Yep. Oh, the fours? Yep. Just wanted to personally apologize for that. No, and else I mean this sincerely. I, I mean, I'm not joking. I mean this sincerely, and I was going to DM you too, um, but I'll just say it on the show. Uh, I genuinely am sorry for that. It wasn't how I intended for things to go. Um, clearly, the teams weren't weren't balanced enough at that point in time. I mean, you would just come in as well. So I genuinely want to apologize for that, and I I want everybody to have as fun ex- fun of experience as possible. Um, and clearly, that wasn't the case for that game. Um, teams were just balanced. That's that's what it was. He came into the play date, and I put him on the other team. Chaos ensued. Um, and then also, I want to give a shout out to. Was it? Uh, fuck, I'm. Was it Snag? I think it was Snag. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, give me one second because I want to go back to the community played it it was snag so he i felt so bad for snag too because snag comes in we get lobby disconnects he gets banned oh no we continue we're like hey we're ready for you he's like i'm in a game i said it's gonna be my last game we play and i just i wanted to keep going until we were finally able to get him into a fucking game so snag thank you for bearing with us we finally got you in a game and uh it was it was a fun time it was a fun time we did some btb we did some fours um and yeah it was fun overall shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show holy fucking moly so shot with the 17 month resub. Thank you so much. Heart of tanks with a follow. Thank you. Uh, Daniel with the follow. Thank you. Halo creation with a two month resub. Thank you very much. Uh, mischief with the follow. Thank you. Uh, Kyrock 28. If I mispronounce it, I apologize. Thank you for the follow 100 T fabulous. Thank you for the follow. Uh, Jay Helly. Thank you for the follow. Um, Steve O best. Thank you for the follow. Um, and then I am dystopian. Thank you for the follow as well. Greatly appreciated, everybody. You all are fucking legends. Um, and pancakes, no problem. Um, but yeah, I just I genuinely wanted to apologize to you because that it just it wasn't very cool. Um, congratulations to Haruspis for uh, joining three four three as a community writer. That's fucking awesome. And then congratulations to two times the grind podcasting thing over 1000 subs on YouTube. Shout out to Lottie and Snakebite on that. Community creations. I got a bunch for you. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Check out that clips of the week. Number 134 by high tech redneck the YouTube video. Go check that out. Shyway teaches jumps. Pros are keeping secret. I don't know how secret they're keeping them when they stream all the time, but Hey, they're just not explaining them, right? Shyway's got the breakdown for you, yes, baby. Go check that out. How to jump? How to over jump in Halo Infinite? It's by Joshington. Check that video out. The perfect Halo Infinite progression system. This is by Hidden Xperia. We talked about it briefly before. You can go check that video out. Wonder Boy's Halo Infinite tips by Wonder Boy. Um, it's a Twitter like, it's a grouping of all the ones that he's done. So if you just want to watch them all, bada bing, bada boom, it's there. Halo Infinite launch in Raleigh Major, the Wavelengths podcast number 18. Go check that video out. We have the Puckett Top 5 by Chris Puckett. 
Why is Halo Infinite's multiplayer so awesome? Part two of two. This is by the Act Man. We mentioned the previous part last week. Um, the new part is out this week. It's a lot of praise, a lot of uh, justified praise. So go check that video out. Hidden Reach, Breaking Halo Infinite and How They Do It. This is by Divine Mind. Brand new episode of their podcast is out now. Um, go check that video out. And finally, from our partners over at Podcast Evolved, we have the recapping every Halo campaign in 10 minutes. So if you want a quick and easy breakdown of all the Halo campaigns before you play Infinite this week, you can go check that video out too. And Will. That's it for the communications that I have for the week. Therefore, would you mind plugging the show? Yeah, sure. Actually, before you do. Oh, you got one more thing. HCS fan, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciate it. Go ahead, Will. Oh, a minute ago. Yes. Just popped up. It just popped up. Awesome. Yes. Um. Yeah, you, you know, if you're into podcasts, you can you can find us on podcast services. Whoa. Um. We're on, we're on some some popular ones out there, you know, like iTunes and Podbean and Stitcher, Spotify. Go check us out if you want to listen. And you're on, we're on one of the greatest podcast services you know, of all time. Personally, I don't think it's the greatest anymore that you have to pay for it, but. I, you know, you're, you, get, you're, you get what you pay for. <laughs> you get what you pay for. And that is Pocket Cast. Great. Not an ad. Uh, HCS fan says, I just started listening to you guys on Apple Podcasts. It was a great listening. Thank you very much for listening, and welcome to the live show. You're here with us together. Yeah. Dude, Justin, it's $5, you cheapskate. <laughs> but hey. Or, no, it's not you just don't $5. Listen, it's like it's a subscription service now. That is correct. I don't want to keep paying $5. Yeah. It's something I can get for free out of Spotify or whatever else. It is true. And a lot of people are listening more and more on Spotify uh, because, you know, if you already have their... Uh, music service, then there you go. See, D- Pancake says we got Spotify. There you go. The reason why I continue to use Pocket Cast is because I um, am a lifetime member because I did buy the app uh, before they went to a subscription model, and I just love all the features that they have within said application. So Justin must have bought before the subscription model happened. Justin, did you? He says he doesn't pay a subscription. We talked about that too. So I, whatever. Yeah. I like Pocket Cast a lot. If you enjoy a different podcast service, we're on there. So go check it out. Um, yeah. Also, can I just put one more thing on there? Go for it. Um, we, t- we, we mention it every episode, but I really, like every once in a while, I really want to hit this home. Um, we have a lot of new people coming in. Um, a lot of new people coming into the competitive Halo in the first place. Uh, a lot of new people jumping on the show. Um, may not have listened to us before. Um, and even if you have listened to us before, if you enjoy what you're listening to, we really would appreciate it if you leave us a review on iTunes. Um, and because believe it or not, that actually does help. So people still pay attention to those and it'd be greatly appreciated to read it. So please do. If you, if you do enjoy the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Um, I know we don't, I, I don't go in depth very often, but we do have new people coming in. And even if you're a listener who's been with us for years and you haven't done so and you'd like to, I'm not forcing you to do shit. You don't have to if you don't want to. But uh, if you'd like to, please do. It's greatly appreciated. Yes. Uh, Justin, a.k.a. Goalie Sniper, says, also, welcome all new people, great people in this community. Agreed. If you want to get more involved with the community, join the Discord. Ooh. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or... 
we have an awesome link tree now on our Twitter. Is the Discord on there? I don't know if it is, but it should I be. I don't know if it is either, but I will check right now. Join the Discord. Um, if Please. you want to find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are the main three that we post to. Um, just search for HTS Pro Talk on those sites. It's not on there, but I will add it. Awesome. Um, if you want to watch the VODs or any other content we've put out, go to our YouTube channel. We now have our own uh, URL. So youtube.com slash HTS Pro Talk. Oh, yeah, we do. If you want to watch us live, Mondays, 7 p.m. Central Time. For the most part. Yeah, uh, schedule changes excluded there, but yes, uh, twitch.tv slash HCS Pro Talk. We're right here! <laughs> Live! Go to HCSProTalk.com if you want just everything HCS Pro Talk. It's all listed there. We have some merch. Things are in the works, though. Just wait and see. Merch is in the works. <laughs> New merch is in the works. And then, of course... The fine folks at Podcast Evolved. You can't forget about them. It's something I want to announce right now. We are looking for clips. Yes, clips. If you want to be featured on their segment that they've helped us out with called Map Legend, we are looking for clips from Molten, The Rig, H4 Haven, and H5 Mercy. After this show, after this live recording, a... um, a, uh, Channel, that's the word for it. We'll there open it up in the Discord where you'll be able to submit your clips and possibly be featured in their video production of Map Legends. So go check that out. And if you have not watched the segment of Map Legends that we have in our show, um, it's phenomenal. Their, their production it, works incredible. And uh, it, it really gives you a deeper inside look into the lore of the competitive Halo maps that we all know and love. So, yes. and infinite's just going to be even more of that. So I can't wait. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, man. I really want a streets one just cause I feel like it's going to be amazing. I could really use a behemoth one, you know, a behemoth? just, just really? the competitive map that Yo, everyone adores, <laughs> especially CTF. I heard that. Just I heard that stop, the play rate stop. of you know? CTF behemoth is just, everybody plays that you, game to completion. We, Nobody quits out. Question. Answer. Do you get banned for leaving social matches? Yeah. I think you get banned regardless. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I've just, to have my voice be heard, I'm leaving behemoth matches. You and a up. lot of other people. I'm so done with, hopefully they have that data. Yeah. Um. Just, anyway. Pancake yeah. says me as well. Yeah, you and a lot of people. Yep. So anyway, um, Podcast Evolve. Great folks over there. And make sure to check out halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. If you want to check out their their main show podcast of all, you're going to get some great lore. If you go tune into mission debrief, you can hear about all the halo missions. Yes. Actually, I want to point this out too. Yes. This is, I think yes. I know exactly where you're going with yes. this. Uh, they recently put out an episode where they went through the top 20 halo missions of all time. And uh, yes, I'm going to spoil it because they got it right. The number one mission of all time in halo's history is the covenant from halo three. The only Right answer, Will. Here you go. The only right answer is the fucking Covenant. It's the best mission in any Halo oh, title. Spoiler alert. Yes, but please <laughs> please go wa- uh, listen to that episode. It's an hour long, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's really cool to hear the dynamic of how the rankings took place for the top 20. Um, Pancakes says, I thought it was the library in Halo CE. Pancakes is about to be banned from this Twitch chat. So, ooh, 
It's a big oof. Yeah, because you know that's <laughs> the best. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely the best. Everybody loves the elevator. Yes. Everybody loves waiting for Guilty Spark um, mm, oh, yeah. to just go through a fucking door and then open the door from the other side, which takes them, you know, 10, 15 minutes per time. Everybody loves that mission. And then the flood just adds a little spice to it, you know? Just a little. Just a little spice. <laughs> Fuck that All mission, right. man. Um, maybe, maybe you're into some Halo books. Oh, maybe. Check out their book club where they will go through the damn books. They, uh, the, the damn books. You know what else I just recently watched? This isn't Podcast Evolve related, but it is book related. Okay. Uh, the Polygon video of um, Brian Gilbert, who read through every single Halo novel that was released at that time. Um, to try to tell the try to tell the audience what to what to know before Infinite releases, and obviously the books don't really tell you about what that is. But that video is phenomenal, and if you I should include it in the community creations. But if you have not, again, not podcast evolve related, love those guys too, obviously. But if you have not watched that video, please do. It is so much better than you think it is. So much better. It's hilarious. And the one thing I'm going to add is Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas. And then all has context in that episode. It's so good. I'm going to include it. Go ahead, Will. All right, back to the podcast <laughs> evolved plug. Your home for Halo. If, if you like the Mega Blocks, hey, they do builds with blocks. We we happen, show. you know, we do happen to like the Mega Blocks. Do I need to move here? With the, with the ring segment over there. We got the Master Chief helmet over them, yeah. And then we have... The fucking, I don't think you can see, maybe you can see them. Oh yeah, you can oh, see barely. them back yeah. there in the corner. The helmets over there. We like the mega blocks over here on the on the show. And they do too. All right. And last but not least, they do have their own Halo headline show if you want some top Halo news stories. So go check out the podcast Evolve crew over at halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. And there's also one thing I want to put as an addition to the Halo uh, uh, podcast Evolve crew. Um, there, so we are on their website. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and it's awesome. Us on their website looks better than our website. Agreed. So, uh, while we have a website, I recommend you go there because you get it's your home for Halo. You have everything there, and we're 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 there. Right we're at on home. there. <laughs> we are on. We are at home. We're right at home there. We're at home. Uh, so please uh, go check that. Out. It's fucking awesome. And yeah, Justin's still talking about that video, which that video is phenomenal. I'll, I'll make sure to include it in the community creations. All right. All right. But that's, uh, that's all I have. Uh, Josh, you want to let the fine folks at home know what we have on the next episode of HCS Pro Talk? Yes, I do. Um, on the next episode of the show, we have finally our HCS Raleigh pre-show. Um, we haven't done a pre-show in quite some time. I don't think since 2019. So we are going to be doing a full-blown pre-show. Uh, we're going to talk about the teams. We're going to talk about predictions. We're going to talk about a bunch of shit um, next week on the show. Um, also, we're going to have um, we're going to have uh, some slight campaign impressions as well. Nothing yeah. spoiler. Um, and as a matter of fact, we are going to be working with the podcast evolved crew um, on their reactions. Again, not spoiler. Like there's, there won't be spoilers in there. Kind of general reaction. Yep. Just general, general reactions. Um, and again, no spoilers, but we're going to be working more alongside them on their show to talk more about our campaign impressions on our show. 
it's just going to be very brief because the majority of the show is HTS Raleigh. Yeah. Because duh. Um, and then a weird food surprise filled after show who the fuck knows what's going to be on it, but we will have an exclusive live after show after next week's episode where we're going to have some weird shit put in front of us to eat and or drink, um, to experience together. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And we hope to see you guys there for it. We can hang out, talk about whatever halo related or whatever, whatever we want and just have some fun. It's going to be a fun time. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's on the next episode of the show. Polygon Halo books. There it is. The title of the video is I read every Halo novel and became the master chief of loneliness. (laughs) It, it is seriously one of the greatest videos I've probably ever seen. Um, so please go watch that while I add it to the community creations of the show. And I stall for just a brief moment. And I know I can't sound like, uh, what's his name? Um, you know what I'm talking about? You know, the guy I'm trying to reference here. No, I don't. Foo fighters. Oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Christopher Walken. (laughs) I can't do his voice, but it is what it is. Okay. So I keep stalling. Close (laughs) enough. Time to end the show. All right. Let's get it. Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 212 of HGS Pro Talk. Um, Taco Bell 2.0, the best episode of HGS Pro Talk since the podcast inception. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. We'll have not, to wait and see. The thing is, though. I have literally no idea what's really going to be put in front of There really hasn't us. been much new at Taco Bell no. since we've done the Taco Bell episode. No, there hasn't. Nothing like... There hasn't been something fucking mind-blowing that's yeah. been incredible. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 212 of HGS Pro Talk. If you're tuning in live, thank you all so much for tuning in live, hanging out with us, chatting with us, talking about all the shit. Uh, thanks again for all the new follows and the subs. It's greatly appreciated. Um, and for those who are listening to the audio version of the show or listening to the VOD, whatever it may be, thank you so much for consuming the content, however you consume the content. I know I kind of sound like a broken record right now, but I truly truly mean it um seeing your guys's responses um good or bad it doesn't matter uh anything is helpful um so yeah please keep the feedback coming hope you guys are enjoying the shows we're gonna keep this shit going for as long as we're uh we're going so that's that's that guys it's gonna do for us we'll be back next week talk about some more shit especially hcs raleigh but until then 